and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. Also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue tradition. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. You're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Tuesday, January 20... Nothing. God, what <laughs> is this? It's January 12th. January 12th, 2016. This is episode 88. I'm Dan Ellis. And, and I'm Ryan. And we are joined in studio by Mr. Jeff Linville. Thank you. Pl- ah, pleasure to be here. Hi. Happy uh, to have you. We, we will be getting to Jeff and, and his fun stories and stuff in a minute. Uh... First, I wanted to say, if you if you want to contact us, you can do so through Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. Send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Twitter our twatter at TGR Podcast. <laughs> you can call or text us at 33081-REBEL. That's 33081732235. Also, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, just about anywhere else you get your podcasts, including our Podbean site at godlessrevolution.podbean.com. Please be sure to rate us, uh, rate the show through your apps or the websites and the things and deals. Tell your friends about the show. It helps us get exposure and also helps others find the show more easily. If they are so inclined. Give us stars. Are, are seeking out some atheist perspectives on things and junk and stuff. I <laughs> uh, wanted to start out with a couple corrections, a couple quick corrections. Uh, last week... When we did the Ted Cruz animated video, yeah, that weirdness. fucking pile of shit. <laughs> that was fucking awful. Was I almost terrible. I should have just fucking cut it out entirely because it was just terrible. <laughs> uh, but God. but we were. I think Ryan and I both said that the lightsaber's hilt was not the U.S. Constitution, but it was the Declaration of Independence, is what we had said. And we were we were factually incorrect. Thank you very much to X at the Utah Outcasts for sending us a text message to let us know that we were wrong. We learned something, and we're able to correct something. Uh, secondly, Mr. Grant Larimer, otherwise known as the Purple Dragon, <laughs> uh, you have heard him on a couple episodes of the show, and he sent us uh, a fairly long little bit of information yeah. here. And I got to say, I was, I was like 10% correct. I just had a lot of history I was missing. <laughs> you hit well, the dartboard, but you didn't hit the bullseye. So no, that's fine. yeah. Well, and this I thought this was all really interesting information, so I want to just read it, read through it real quick. He posted this out on our uh, Facebook page. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it should be pretty quick. I'm just kidding. Bathroom I'll read it break. fast. I'll read it super fast. Uh, <laughs> but this was talking about uh, Ryan had mentioned the Obama phones in the last episode. Uh, so Grant's comment says of the various. Grossly falsified stories about Obama that are frequently regurgitated. The Obama phone is one that sticks in my craw a bit more than others. 
As such, I've researched this particular lie in some depth and thought I'd provide some clarification to what you put out in this episode. The Obama phone actually dates back to the Telecommunications Act of 1934. The telecom companies themselves were concerned that a lack of interoperability between networks would hinder adoption of phone services and the market forces would discourage phone companies from incurring the expense of providing service to -to hard-to-reach and rural areas. They committed to the principle of universal access to service, and this was codified in the TCA, which also created the FCC as the governing body to administer and ensure access to this new service was available to all. Fast forward to the 80s. The Reagan administration further expanded the concept of universal access by creating the Lifeline program, which provided a subsidy to low-income households for phone service, not only for work, but more importantly to contact emergency services when needed. This program was expanded and codified under the 96 TCA to include low-income households, rural medical providers, schools, and libraries. The 96 TCA also created the Universal Service Fund, which was used to fund this, this program. This fund is not funded by taxes. It's funded by the telecoms themselves and is managed by the Independent Universal Service Administration Company. Hmm. Telecoms may, at their discretion, pass on a USF fee to customers, which is one of those mysterious fees on your phone bill. <laughs> I wonder you know, what that one was. Miscellaneous yeah. fees or government or fees. Other. Or <laughs> uh, I should note that all of this occurred with little resistance from any telecom company and is in line with the universal access paradigm created by the telecoms themselves in the 30s. Under the Bush administration, the program was further expanded to fund wireless service for the poor, rural medicine, schools, and libraries. However, again, this had little to do with Bush himself. This was a desire of the phone companies. Since the creation of the USAC under the 96 TCA, the president has little direct influence over the Lifeline program. While the FCC generally oversees things, primary administration is done by the USAC and the telecoms themselves. Disbursements under this program did expand under the Obama administration, leading to the Obama phone story. But this was quite obviously a result of the poor economic conditions resulting from the Bush administration. (laughs) Thanks, GW. Mm -hmm. In addition... The telecoms themselves are one of the biggest pushers of the Lifeline program, given that they are funding the USF to begin with, so every new Lifeline participant allows them to recoup some of those U.S. funds, guaranteed monthly for a relatively small investment in giving out a free, unpopular cell phone that they have on the shelf collecting dust anyway. Not to mention the possibility of a new paying customer once the Lifeline member is no longer at poverty-level income. So, as mentioned, Obama has little direct impact on the Lifeline program, and the whole thing is a legacy of the Woodrow Wilson and Roosevelt administrations and the objectives of the telecom industry to ensure universal access to phone service. Hmm. Yeah, so... How interesting. So I learned quite a bit there. Obama just doesn't give away phones for free. That's what everybody likes to say, like, oh, Obama just gives people phones. (laughs) Obama's giving people telephones and refrigerators. (laughs) So now (laughs) technically, can we just say it's the uh, Roosevelt cell phone? (laughs) Or, yeah. The Roosevelt ear thingy, because yeah, he didn't yeah. know what a cell phone was. He'd be like, what is that <laughs> that device you're talking in? Yeah. Talking into a piece of metal there, son? you guys are just pulling my leg. As if, <laughs> as, if, as if giving poor people things is bad anyway, but... Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's to guarantee that those people have access to services that yeah. they need. I think that's a, that's a noble pursuit. That's yeah. a good thing. It's not like the, the, pa- the pager program. Did it mention the pager program? I kind of... Went out for a little bit. I think I think the pager <laughs> program is part of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they could get, um, yeah, uh, jobs to call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I heard. Like I, from the way I remember hearing the thing originally about it was when Bush was in office. Is or come if it was Bush or Clinton that started giving them pages. Like, well, more people are, you know, on the go. 
So here's a pager, you know, in case they're mobile. A, they may be homeless. Well, well, uh, the big reason why her behind is like, no, hey, if you're low income, you're trying to get a job, and they call you, but you have no phone. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of hard for them to call you back. How does that work? Yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah, so get them a phone so they can try to get employed. So it's a good deal. Thank you very much for uh, letting us know about that grant and for typing yeah. that all out. That was that was yeah. awesome. We we were well, again we were wrong. And it was good that somebody let us know that we were wrong mm-hmm. so we could learn something. Uh, it's like you're married to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry, hon. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I, yeah. I'm not going to say anything oh, else So I'm the only that. one going to get in trouble on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife doesn't listen, doesn't care. So, yeah. And I'm not married, so I don't really have that worry. Like, I'm like... It doesn't apply to me. I'll marry you don't even have I'll pets to worry about. No, I I got literally only myself to worry about, and I forget about that sometimes. Like, <laughs> oh shit, he needs to eat today. Right, <laughs> it's time for whiskey. <laughs> oh no, not not another whiskey picture. <laughs> uh, so tonight we are joined in studio by Mr. Jeff Linville. Uh, so, so in communicating with you, Jeff, Jeff is a member of the Atheists of Utah, mm-hmm. uh, lives here locally. Um, you haven't always been an atheist. No, I have not. How long have you been an out atheist? Well, first, how long have you been a non-believer? Um, you know, I'd like to be able to say, you know, when I was 11 years old, I just knew, but, mm. but I didn't. That's just, that's not the truth for me. Yeah. Uh, how long have I been a non-believer? Very slowly over many years. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I mean, there's there's specific instances that we'll we'll talk about that that helped, but it was a it was a long process, like you growing a long red beard. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like you can't point to any one thing and go right there, right that moment, right there was that was it. That was the straw not, that broke the camel's not back. A cat, or, not at a catalyst. No, that it, was but, my aha moment. I, and and I hear that from most people, right? It's not a. It's not a, yeah, I woke up a believer, and by the time I went to bed, I was like, no, not anymore. I've heard that actually maybe two or three times. You know, mm-hmm. my, my aha moment was really uh, accepting what the vocabulary of the word atheist was. Uh-huh. That was really my aha yeah. moment. Aha, that's what I am. That's me. Yeah, yeah, I had one of those moments. And that's really it. Yeah. That's, I mean, lots of instances on the way. But. Yeah. So you grew up? I grew up in Utah County. Ooh. Yep. Uh, my, the heart of Mormondom. Yep. I, I was born in California, in Ohio County, or uh, in, in, in Ohio, in, in Ventura County. Ohio. Oh. Ohio. Not Ohio, <laughs> just Ohio. Ohio. But uh, cut it off. <laughs> we, moved, we moved here, my parents and my brother and I moved here uh, late, eight, uh, late 70s. Mm-hmm. And we've been here ever since. Uh, everywhere from Springville all the way up to Pleasant Grove. Hmm. The whole span of Utah County. But Utah County... The the entire time, wow. uh, and then uh, eventually I ended up with two more siblings, two more uh, sisters. But uh, yeah, we we've we've lived in Utah County, been a part of Utah County, and uh, my my dad came from Southern Baptist, and hmm. my mom came from very strict, still strict LDS. So did your dad convert to Mormonism? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, he has the paper. Was he lured by a woman into Mormonism? Mm, uh, a beautiful, mm, wonderful, young, leggy woman. Vivacious. There, there you go. 
with a well, yeah, Mormon yes. addiction. <laughs> Jeff's hot ass mom. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I have an edible complex or anything, yeah. but my mom is smoking hot. Hey, we really like the Bible, huh? <laughs> so your dad was Baptist, Baptist. yeah, Southern Baptist. Did you say? I, I, not no. necessarily. My my dad's side is from Georgia. Ah. And so snake wrangling. That's Baptist. an interesting country. Yeah, it That's is. That's the Pentecostal. It? <laughs> really. I just figure find... all them s- s- try to get bit by rattlesnakes down there. <laughs> yeah, that's Appalachia, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like crazy. Kentucky. Is that another Phalic reference, or is that a? Oh no, the guy. <laughs> no, no. I... <laughs> yeah. like, like really, the, the shakers and lurchers of yeah. the snakes. Uh, uh, but they they were yeah Baptist um, and uh, moved to California and uh, uh, met in high school. They've they're high school sweethearts. Uh huh. And been married ever since, uh, regardless of how many times they've been told, you can't, that's not a good Mormon boy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But but they've been together ever since. Awesome. So, since, I don't know, 75? <laughs> a good that's 40 a years. Yeah, something yeah. around there. Yeah, wow. So, you were raised LDS. <laughs> yes. Uh, my mom... Uh, was raised LDS uh, in California, and uh, obviously when we moved out here, it continued. And since we are in the mecca of the celestial kingdom, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the stairway to heaven is actually in Provo. Um, <laughs> that's where it continued. Uh-huh. Uh, grew up that way. You know, you you go to church, you stay in your church clothes. The good thing about my parents, however, was in principle only they were strict LDS. Not necessarily in practice. Mm. So uh, they'd go through the, oh, we just had conference and now we need to step it up for two weeks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, We're trying so hard, and 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 you have to give them credit for trying to to build what they thought was right. Uh, then fast forward a, a little bit, you know, it's just kind of typical. Nothing, nothing special. Nothing, nothing good. Nothing bad happened. It was Utah County. Yeah, I mean, you never had to worry about. You know, and, and, you know, I turned 11 and I knew everything was bullshit. It just, like I said, it didn't happen because all my friends, all my family. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, it's teacher, Utah County, The mailman it's, was... It's the Mormon yeah. bubble. Everybody is LDS. And it was crazy. Yeah. Now, I was never fully convinced, maybe is the word. I mean, obviously, I went through all of the, the ordinations mm-hmm. and all of the, the baptisms and all of the, the special, yeah. the special specialness. The, the temple ordinances or whatever the... being. That, that happens in a couple of years. Oh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, went went through all the motions and and I ended up being. You're uh, baptized. You were a yes, deacon. Yes, you're handing ev- out uh, everything. You're collecting fast offerings. Fast offerings every Sunday. Doing and the scouting program was huge. Passing out the sacrament. Mm-hmm, blessing all that the stuff. Sacrament, yeah. All that stuff. Uh, and then uh, yeah, just very very typical. Very very typical. Went all all through. Uh, um, uh, the school uh, seminary. Seminary. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the, the borderline it, illegal. The one that rhymes yeah. with yeah. semen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seminary. Yeah. Um, same root word, I think. I don't know. Grant will let really us know. Rhyme. Same outcome. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, did did everything I was supposed to on paper, and I felt like just kind of floating as a person, even at a young age. I knew I was doing what it I should. It has a whole different meaning these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially in, in Utah, Utah County. County. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, just everything I was supposed to. You could bring up a checklist and you could check every single one of the things off that I 
should have been doing, I was doing, and I did it wholeheartedly. The, the perfect Mormon child. Yes. Yes. Scouts. Everything. Yeah. Now, I did, it's kind of funny. I didn't get my eagle scout. Oh, I didn't. I was short three merit badges, all three citizenships, <laughs> which is funny for anyone that knows me because I'm, I'm fairly big into politics. And, and community action and, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of, I don't yeah. know, it's ironic that those are the three that, that kept me from <laughs> yeah. being an Eagle Scout. <laughs> My exaltation is now down one notch. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So fast forward a little bit. My, my older brother uh, was never, he was very outdoorsy, very rebellious, not, not very rebellious, but he's an asshole. I mean, there's... <laughs> <laughs> He won't mind I say that either because he wears the badge proudly. I think most older brothers are assholes. Yeah. That's their job, right? He was very independent, very I'll do things my way, and never into the church, ever, ever. And and my parents were smart in not letting him because he he can be very argumentative. Mm. And I think all of us can. (laughs) (laughs) It runs in the family. But uh, so after high school, it came time for me to choose a mission. I had been prepped to go on a mission, but my parents, and, and not, not knowing why they thought this, it was never really a, you are going to do this. It was always a, yes, we would like to see this happen, but if you don't, you know, obviously there, there's other things you can do, and, and life is life. So that was, that was good when that time came around. I decided to get married. <laughs> I decided my mission at 18 years old was to be married. And not serve a mission. Mm-hmm. Now, that didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> a marriage at 18 that didn't last very long. I, mm. the now, hell you say? here's where I started having a lot of issues. I didn't serve a mission. Her family was extremely LDS. Mm-hmm. I mean, top of, top of the seminary food chain. I mean, uh, just every anything yeah. that you could possibly think of, that was her family. Yeah, all the yeah. gross stuff. Yes. And um, <laughs> very, very, uh, you know, not flashy, not showy, but just very just typical, you know, uh, high, high neckline mm-hmm. Mormons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I received a letter about a week, was it a week or two before my wedding, saying that our... Marriage is not ordained of God, and our children will not be worthy. Mm. And, oh. and You're corrupting our precious little angel. Correct, mm. correct. By not taking her through the temple. Now, what a way to get the, the marriage off on the right foot. Correct. Hi, new son-in-law. Know. We just want to let you know that you're a piece of shit who's ruining our daughter. <laughs> correct, correct. Yeah. And, and, and your kids time, will be pieces of shit also. Yes. <laughs> and at the time, I wasn't quite as an extrovert as I am now. So I took these things really deep. Yeah, sure. Uh, and it hurt. It well, hurt a lot. Those are extremely personal things. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially it, at the tender age of 18. I mean, you think you know everything when you're 18. Oh, right? boy, when I was 18, I, I wish I had a picture of me right here. You would think I was 14 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> Late bloomer. The whole the whole thing. But uh, so I didn't. That, that was an anonymous letter. I, I, I still to this day don't know who it was. I think it was her mother. Oh, well, <laughs> it was anonymous. Wow. It was anonymous. They, how how they, perfectly oh, fucking Jesus. Mormon. How perfectly it was anonymous. Passive yeah. aggressively Mormon is that? Yeah. Wow. Um, and that was kind of the beginning. What was, of the what was her name? Um, her name was Shannon. Her mother's name, I mean. Um, her name was Lorraine. Lorraine, you're a cunt. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, I, I don't. So that lasted just slightly over a year, uh-huh. just slightly over a year. That marriage, uh, it it was in the middle of her family. And what I mean by that is, her entire extended family owned a city block where oh. they all lived, mm. and we lived in Grandma's oh, wow. old house. So huh. it, it was really nice. Say, hey, we got a house to live in. Sure. But on the compound, there were yeah, exactly. yeah, there were ramifications that were a little <laughs> wow, little little deeper than that. Did so, you have separate bedrooms? Or uh, you'd think <laughs> they so, come over to tie you to the bed at night, like now don't kind untie these knots and go into her room. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, no kidding. Huh? <laughs> or but, masturbate the the worst thing you could ever do. Sh- yeah. No, say that. <laughs> but um, another problem was I was not. not I wasn't a ladies' man in the least. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big dork, comic book dork, movie dork, every possible dorky thing that you could. I mean, even listening to Peebo Bryson kind of dork. That's the. <laughs> that's how bad I was. Uh, you know, Lionel Richie was like. I listened to jazz music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I listened to jazz music and read comic books. Can I date your daughter? Um, <laughs> so. I forgot where my story's going. Oh, yeah, you were on the compound. Okay, with Lorraine, yeah, on the, the on the cunt. compound. Uh, she actually she didn't live there. She lived elsewhere. Uh, okay. uh, with Marty, I was married. Yeah, I was married a virgin. Uh huh. Nothing. I hardly had any girlfriends. Was that a big part of why you got married? Yes, like, I I can honestly say that was a very that was mm-hmm. a major. After I get married, I can put it in her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it's kind of ridiculous saying that out loud. I mean, I I, I wear everything yeah. on my sleeve, and, and you know that's the way it goes. But it, my mentality, the culture. Time, yeah, I had. That's yeah. what you did. Yeah, yeah. That's I, what th- you I did. think that's a big question for people outside of you know churches that require marriage before sex. That that question's always looming. Like you know, do you think that that forces early marriages or you know premature marriages because that won't work because of the drive of you know particularly men but i mean both yeah really i mean it's just such an unhealthy practice yes mm-hmm. yeah and fast forward back to or fast forward rewind when i was younger i had those bishops interviews of do you touch yourself and do you yeah mm-hmm. so that all started and it was very disturbing for someone that was already really down on themselves yeah. someone who is a late bloomer someone who socially is 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 retarded um and 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 really wanting these things that to be able to bring myself to the next level because physically emotionally and sexually i couldn't do that but but uh even you know an ecclesiastical level i could achieve all of it Mm -hmm. and that was my compensation was I, i should be a good boy because being a bad boy is not an option. <laughs> yeah, right. So I can't be a bad boy. So I'm going to be uh, the best good boy I can be. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so that uh, I, my my first ex-wife, <laughs> Shannon. Uh, there's really nothing bad to say about her or to her. I I, I mean I apologize some of the way the things ended. Mm. Uh, I, I I feel guilty about some of those things. Nothing terribly bad. Just I wish I could have been more honest and upfront with with my problems instead of being the typical uh, passive aggressive and, and and trying to hey well guess what's wrong with me oh that was it now I'm mad you know yeah. that's also the big yeah. problem of marrying young without having those life mm-hmm. experiences beforehand well it's it and that's also the problem of growing up in in the neighborhoods of Utah County mm-hmm. 
the passive aggression is the primary yeah. way to communicate. Well, it's like yeah, they, it's like they don't really teach good communication skills. Don't they really teach good teach stifling no. skills. Yeah, yeah, and we're our, our well, family's and, good and, at and it. And it still goes on <laughs> with the fucking the the quorum of the twelve and the mm-hmm. the presidency. All the way at the top, it's all constantly passive aggressive bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 removed guilt. It's uh, yeah, I don't I don't have to feel bad if 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 I make you feel bad about it. Kind of kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But uh, that yeah. that lasted about a year and a half. Uh, we, we we were married in the temple, mm-hmm. and and my which, which one? Uh, Tempanogos. Mm. Uh, this was uh, ninety. No, no, no. Ninety uh, seven, maybe. So brand new. It was brand new. Yeah, it was. It was a brand. It was a brand new temple. Um, you know, gorgeous, expensive building. Yeah, it's very nice inside. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how many people in my family know this this particular small story. But on the way to the temple that morning, my yeah. dad pulled the car over and said. You don't want this, you know. I'm yeah. I'm reading words into this. Yeah, he may have some said something like, "You sure? What the hell are you doing?" Uh-huh. <laughs> but you don't want this. We know you don't want this, or I know you don't want this. We can drive away, and I will take care of everyone. Oh damn! Wow, <laughs> dad's Hi- ready to take one for the team. Hindsight 2020. Oh man, should have listened yeah. to my dad. Yeah. Now, if y'all said, "I'll take you to a brothel." So you can still have the sex. <laughs> Boy, I'd have been. I'd, so, the, but this was your second wife. We're talking. About, this is right? my first yeah. one still. Oh, okay. This is when I was eighteen-ish. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. you did go through. You did end up going through. We the did end up going okay. through the temple. Um, there was some controversy. There was uh, many, many, many people in the ceiling room. So many that there wasn't enough room for my own family. Wow. Uh, so uh, uh, huh. that ended about a year, a little over a year. A little over a year. Uh, then at that time, I met uh, my second wife, which this could be a long story, but I'm not going to make it a long story. <laughs> we were married for almost 10 years. Okay. Uh, we had three kids, uh, my best friends in the whole world. Uh, but uh, we, we met. She was, she was married. I was married to my first wife. And it, it seems as though they were both, our marriages are dissolving at the same time. Maybe it was out of convenience. Maybe it was, hey, she's having problems and I'm having problems and we just fed off of that. Yeah. Uh, There's also an awful lot of marriages having problems in Utah County. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look at all the stars above the garages. That's your, that's yeah. your yeah. key swappers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know that? No. What no. are you talking about? Yeah. If you, go, if you go in Utah County and you see stars... You know, the, the tin stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, those are swingers. I don't think that's I just thought true. they were It's not Texas. always true. Yeah, yeah. But that is an indication. Really? Yeah. Well. <laughs> From an Orem police officer. That's where I got that one. Huh. Which, who? Which one? Um, it was actually his wife that told him. Oh, okay. So hmm. she's a she's a dispatcher. So I should go to house, oh, random okay. houses down there just not going to notice it. Hey, is this the, the key party? Is, it, is this key party? <laughs> Where's the bowl? <laughs> I'm ready. I, is Gozer the Gozerian <laughs> gatekeeper keymaster? Brought my Velcro breakaway pants and I'm ready to party. Hi, I'm the keymaster. You're the gatekeeper, <laughs> Lewis. Anyway. Um, anyway, my my second wife, we we did not go through the temple. We we didn't start out. I mean, she was LDS. Her family's LDS. So was I. Uh, and she had a she had a daughter from a previous marriage. That, getting into that relationship was crazy. Um, there was a crazy ex husband of hers. Which I say that only because that's what I thought at the time. Mm. Uh, now we're 
good friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the things that you learn when you get both sides of the story. Yes. Uh, at the time, man, it, he was a murderous, crazy, oh, wife-beating yeah. yep. um, madman. It didn't take long to figure out that wasn't the case. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because your wife is a crazy coon, you know, <laughs> kind of brings out some bad stuff in you. <laughs> but uh, so we moved down to Payson and we, we lived the typical life. Now, Ooh, Payson. Payson. Yeah, that's where we could afford a house. Well, so, yeah. So we, uh, uh, my whole my whole history of work in this at this particular time was video stores. And I worked at Media Play and Blockbuster and Hollywood, all those things. Movie buffs. Movie, I mean, movie buffs. And um, so we lived down there uh, in, in Payson, doing the typical LDS, typical family, typical everything, going to church, doing everything we need to. It came a time about seven years, six, seven years into our marriage, we decided, and obviously I'm skipping quite a bit, Yeah. Um, we decided that we wanted to try to get sealed ah. to each other. Uh, it was a bit of a process. So we went into the bishop at the time. Well, you were you were both previously married in the temple Correct. to your first. Correct. Right. So I've, I've wondered about that. I know that women, in order to be married in the temple a second time, have to have their original marriage annulled. Do, do men, men don't, right? Men don't. No, men yeah. don't. In fact, because my, they can call multiple wives up yes. to them. Oh, yeah. In, my, in the afterlife. My first wife, in fact. Oh, I forgot something Wh- on that. Which is, which is why when, when the official church position is to can is to stand against polygamy it's such fucking bullshit yeah, yeah. because oh, they you, all know that in the temple polygamy is still practiced on a spiritual level well yeah. and even in the, speaking to that i mean god's law is above all other well, law of course yeah and if god is saying um that you can be a polygamist that trumps any kind of uh, uh you know temporal law yeah mm-hmm. so for them to say no we don't polygamy Whatever. Yeah, they do, they <laughs> yes. totally do. <laughs> Whatever. They totally do. Anyhow, my my first wife, I, I did get one of those letters that you that you speak of, and I, no problem. You know, we're not married anymore. What what do I care? Mm-hmm. You know, sign that off. The interesting thing about my first wife, after we got divorced, she went and served a full time mission. Hmm. Well, good for her. Yeah, it's great. I hope she had a lot of fun. But and I haven't seen her for so many years. I who knows? I'd say hi. How's it going? And you know. Sorry about all the bullshit. Yeah. Should have been a little more upfront of how much I didn't really like being married. So anyhow, uh, we went in and to talk to the bishop and say, we want to get sealed. This is my second wife. We want to get mm-hmm. sealed. We want to go through the process for eternal salvation so our children can live with the, with the robes and the whatever bullshit it was. And uh, we ended up getting disfellowshipped. What? For having premarital sex. Uh. Even though we, at the time, were married, I think, five, six years. And you got disfellowshipped? We got disfellowshipped. After being married for five or six years. Because of premarital sex. Wow. Hmm. So. It, well, and that's, I mean, there there are no hard and fast rules there. That's all up to the bishop to decide. Now, that was in Spanish. Uh, that, that particular one was in Spanish Fork, and it was an old-timey farmer bishop. Uh-huh. And just, uh, you know. This is the way things are gonna go, kind of guy. Uh, you listen to me. This is this is my street, but that kind of guy. But uh, yeah, Petty authority. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, just look down the look down his nose at everyone who wasn't wearing overalls, <laughs> and it was just it was insane. So we were released or released. 
we were uh, disfellowshipped kinda. and it, it, we it was about a year give or take a little bit and but the most important part of that is we had to pay to get our way back in we had to make sure we were full tithe payers we had to oh. make sure all that stuff to get back in and as soon as are, are you know are you a penitent man well yeah whatever and sure i can't repeat that sin <laughs> 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 but uh so we we got we, so we we got uh we got okay the okay to come back mm. and uh i'm trying to think of how much time is in between this but that's unimportant i ended up we ended up getting some callings and and i started going to college uh for computer science uh i started breaking out of my shell i started becoming a lot more extroverted and then the church started noticing hey he likes being in front of people mm. and we should make him a teacher ah so it started out with, uh, I think it was the teacher's quorum. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Loved the kids. Loved the stuff I was doing. The, the, the lessons I was teaching really didn't mean much to me. I mean, it was, it was written down. I knew what to say. I knew how to teach it. I knew how to tell them how to feel. Yeah. But I didn't feel anything doing it, other than I really like doing it. That, that curtailed into becoming a elders quorum teacher. So had you thought a whole lot about the lessons? I mean... I, I, uh, something I've noticed about a lot of people who were formerly religious and, and aren't anymore is that you know they're just going through the motions a lot of the time, right? Like, like you said, you you knew what you were supposed to say and 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 to tell the kids how they were supposed to feel about it, but you, it was just you know it it sounds like you didn't really examine at the time what you were teaching, and, correct? And it didn't really matter because you were having fun, the kids were having fun, whatever. But it wasn't something that you really really. Being critical of Did, her. Yeah, yeah you, there wasn't a whole lot of critical thinking about it or a lot of introspection about what you're doing or what you're teaching. Or there, It's just, it's the standard. It's the thing you do. There was no need to be critical. There, that, that need didn't exist. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, that was what you did, and that's and it's laid out for you. So why should I question that? Because the, yeah. very, I mean, the very first commandment is, you know, know the gods before me. It, it's, you're taught at a very young... I mean, look at Adam and Eve. The whole entire story is don't be curious and don't ask questions. Right, yeah. I mean, the entire thing. So from the very young ages, you don't ask questions. That's just the way it goes. And I was okay with that because I didn't like making waves. But I started making waves when I started to teach, when I got an education, mm-hmm. and I started branching out into other things other than religion and my tiny little family. Uh-huh. Them damn liberal colleges. Oh, that comes too. It wasn't a liberal college, really. It was a Utah County private college. <laughs> I'm just using everybody saying that. But yeah, it's, that's, the, that's the way it goes. It damn liberal, good-looking women. Mm-hmm. That's my third wife. Um, <laughs> but uh, So I ended up being fairly successful as an elders quorum teacher. Uh a lot of people were showing up. A lot of people were in, because not knowing this, and it 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 fits the narrative now that I'm an atheist, or that I call myself an atheist. Uh, it fits the narrative that I usually took the lessons and applied it in a real life situation, mm-hmm. and backed off on the religious aspect, and and said, "Men, this is our daily lives. This is where we have problems." A lot of them ended up, you know, a lot of the the lessons end up with tears. A lot of hugging and and a lot of real deep conversations where, man, I didn't know a group of guys could sit in a, in a room and talk like this <laughs> openly. So, <laughs> it all came to head when I brought a beer to church. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of a yeah, that's a no no. Unless you're going to a Catholic church, I mean, it's kind of. I think even there that might be frowned upon. I'm just used, like I said before, 
Catholic churches in my town through keggers. Yeah. Here, <laughs> here's what happened. So we were teaching in the chapel up on uh, uh, up up on the pedestal uh, uh, up top uh-huh. the stage the stage yeah yeah and uh, I carried around a can of beer with me all day. The reason was I was having a discussion on the word of wisdom, and it flat black and white says in there barley drinks are mm. okay for consumption. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I brought a beer in. It's made of barley. <laughs> it is. It's made of barley. I researched that. I didn't know what beer tasted like. It said nothing about <laughs> hops, sir. Yeah, it said nothing about <laughs> hops. So the, the, I ended up the lesson being more about uh, don't be a fool of excesses and not necessarily what's in it. So we obviously yeah. talked about the Cokes and the Diet Cokes mm-hmm. and the coffees and the teas. Mm. Uh, and And... and that ended up being my undoing. Huh. <laughs> so anyone out there who thinks that they should bring a can of beer to a Mormon church for an object lesson, <laughs> de- well, depend on what the outcome you want, but I would strongly suggest against it. What was the beer? I don't know. I have I I it was probably it was a cheap one. It was probably a natty light or something. Oh. <laughs> Well, I was going to say that's, that's always the first gut. beer you get when you're 12. Yeah. Keystone. And at the time, I think I was 12 <laughs> at 28 years old. <laughs> but uh, so shortly after that, or not shortly after that, uh, a little bit after that, we ended up getting sealed in the temple. About two months after that, I found out she had had a gentleman on the side. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And it was a downward spiral from there. Did the mailman always ring twice? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Was there a star above your garage? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) I could have shared some of that action. Maybe just a half a star. It it was. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, uh, so that marriage ended extremely bad. Mm -hmm. Extremely bad. Uh, Any of you guys gone through divorce? Yeah. Was it a, what is a... Hey, see you later. We're done. Or was it a? I, I'm going to kill someone if I'm not careful. It, it was a nearly three year custody battle for the kids. Okay, good. And not good. That's not <laughs> what I meant by that. Like, good. I had to do the same good. thing. My yeah, story is fuck the same you, thing. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a nearly three year custody battle for the kids. Uh, I was awarded custody initially because she had some problems. Um. Then settled for joint custody and and I mean even ever ever since then like I there's no co-parenting that ever happened there it was yeah. always just butting heads and her trying to be as difficult as possible in yeah. every way imaginable. I don't think I have anything to add. I mean, my divorce was tough for I don't know three to six months probably. Yeah, where where we were fighting and battling and. Then we came together and decided we've already got a kid and we need to be friends. There's the choice has already been made, and since then it's pretty much been. Pretty that's, cool. I, that's awesome. I think I think my ex wife, she, I mean anybody who meets her initially thinks she's she's warm, she's affable, she's self deprecating. You know she well, knows she knows she's not smart. Like her nickname her is name? Duh. Her name is Linda. Linda, you're a cunt. Her, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, you're setting up with that question every single time. Her name is Linda. She her her nickname is Duh. I mean, there. That's uh, amazing. 
And, and it's a, it's a. Does she let people? Does she, is it is it like oh, a yeah, term it's, of affection? It's a, yeah, it's so it's, on court it's papers. Does it say Dan v. Duh? <laughs> Dan v. Duh. It's it's a thing <laughs> that awesome. she tells. Oh no, people call me Duh. It's fine. And 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 and, oh, wow. and, and honestly, she's. You know, if you're if you're not married to her, or related to her very closely, <laughs> or have to spend a lot of time with her. She's 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 fun. I mean, she's like Lynn Duh. Yeah. Is that where it comes from? Yeah. Okay. okay. I didn't know if there, she just took another letter off the end of it. Yeah, no, no, like her chosen email address whenever she gets an email is generally Linda at whatever. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was it was terrible and remains not good, but at least I don't have to deal with her yeah. much anymore. My kids are both over 18, so. Are they? Yeah. My my children are not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh uh, not only was it a bad divorce, it was a total ripping of my f- being a father out of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want the divorce. Now, when it when it comes, I don't know the situation specifically with you two, but when it comes to a time where divorce becomes an option, it's a pretty viable option. And you know there's been a, a small road or a long road, I should say, up to that point that there's like okay there's a point of no return and we reached it and we just don't like each other anymore mm-hmm. we're going two different ways now at the time i i had gone through school i had started teaching i started uh really building myself personally mm-hmm. and i know the exact day that my marriage ended <laughs> i know the exact day mm. was and it the day that you caught her actually fucking someone else no valentine's day that was that was no. pretty much the day for me it <laughs> was <laughs> knock knock well i think this is done uh, <laughs> like i want a divorce oh it looks like we need to get divorced now <laughs> she, and she he didn't you put and goes, his keys in the pot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she goes duh <laughs> the day my marriage ended uh, now i was a very very um influent I, I was easily influenced by my my wife and kids and controlled the day my marriage ended was the day i pulled up in my brand new motorcycle oh like i want this it's mine oh no it wasn't i want this it is this is mine you're not allowed near it mm. don't tell me no uh-huh. <laughs> that day my marriage ended. She said no, didn't she? That uh, was the day I you decided care. it was okay to be a bad boy, Mr. Lindbergh. <laughs> yes, it was. After two marriages and <laughs> close to my 30s. Like, but fuck this being nice. I know. This sucks. <laughs> I want a motorcycle. Interesting. I want a hot chick in, in pink shorts on the back of my... No, anyway. <laughs> well, I, uh, who doesn't? Well, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... That marriage ended very, very badly, and it's still going on. And that was in 1999. Oh, it's no 2009. Oh my gosh, that's when I got married the first night. I was like, it's still going on. It's it's been seven years. I was going to say there's and we are still fighting. There's people in the NFL that were born in 1999. (laughs) Right now, that's a long time. There's people I go to the bank to get a loan that were born in 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, the, the. the divorce, I won't speak much about that because it's, it was a horrible situation. It always yeah. has been, always will be, and and I hope she's happy, kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I really do. I really do. But for she still sake, can't touch that motorcycle. No. The motorcycle's gone. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> for the longest time, I thought that, you know, I don't want my ex-wife to be happy. And then I realized, like, one day it just clicked, like, no, wait. 
if she's happy, then she leaves me the fuck alone. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. You know, my like be as happy as you can be. I hope you find somebody. I hope you're you fall deliriously in love. I hope you move far, far, far away. How magnanimous of you. <laughs> the the moving far, far, far away didn't happen, but at like, least she got married again like two that, weeks. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, yeah, no. I mean during the divorce proceedings I, I was able to present I was able to present my attorney with uh paperwork from my ex wife's apartment that nobody knew she had. Oh, where she was living with her then boyfriend now husband and because she's Linda didn't realize that when she signed up for the gas bill at the apartment she didn't tell anybody about oh that she somehow somehow that got tied to my gas account at the house Awesome. And so when I logged into the account online there are two uh, gas accounts and I was like what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. So then I got yeah. So that that was kind of fun. I got proof that not only was she lying about where she was living and her plans but she's shacking up with some guy well wow well mine wasn't quite that fun but oh it was but so still fun her because because she lied so much and to everybody she lied to her attorney about everything which was fucking beautiful for me because in court it was just like her attorney would say something, and I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Oh, cute. That's cute. You think that, really? Because here's what's really yeah. going on. And not only just me saying what's going on, like, here's verifiable Physical evidence. Proof. And you know where the burden doing. of proof lies on that, duh. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah duh. that was glorious. I loved, I loved all of that. Hi, this is Trav Mamone of the By Any Means Podcast. Join me every week as I talk to activists, bloggers, and podcasters about the intersections between social justice and humanism. Go to www.byanymeans.com, that's by spelled B-I, to listen to the podcast and read my blog. Besides, aren't we all a little bi-curious? Uh, so... Okay. Where, Back to your fourth marriage in 1999. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? <laughs> so, 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 so seven years. It ended up being just shy of ten when we finally got divorced. Okay. Uh, three wonderful kids, mm-hmm. Topher, Matthew, and Zach. Uh, I, had, I had a stepdaughter. Uh, that I've known since she Topher, was, Grace, and that 70s show. There you that's, go. That's, that was the <laughs> Only first thing that popped in my head. The, the, the difference, and it kind of sometimes it upsets. No, not, not really, but uh, it's T-O-F-F-E-R. His name's Christopher, mm. but it's it's after me, and my name's spelled G-E-O-F-F, so yeah. his is C-H-R-A-S-T-O-F-F-E-R. Oh, okay. So it's Topher, um, and that's 100% him. <laughs> the thing about my divorce that was the worst was uh, I'm a fucking good dad, and I'll, I'll stand by that 100%. My kids are my life. Uh, I've, I've done a lot uh, to, to make sure that they... They get the emotional support. I, I'm not a rich person, may never be, mm-hmm. but uh, my kids want for nothing as as emotion and growth from me. Um, and uh, my son is my oldest son. He, he's excited that I'm here because he, he's going to listen to this. Oh. And so and, hold down on the cuss words. 
No, he's he's fine. He's okay. a, hey, he's a junior. Topher? He's hey, 14. Hey, Ryan, this is our fucking show, all right? <laughs> I know. I don't have any Topher's telling us what to do I on have this any show. snotty fucking kid <laughs> telling just, me and what my, to do. God and my, and my wife, Jessica, I promise they bleep all these words out when we <laughs> when they actually... But wait, no. So Topher will be fine. Topher will be fine. Uh, and you listen to Nickelback, so don't give me any shit. Uh, uh, I don't listen to Nickelback. You do I, or you no, don't? Topher no, does. Oh. no, Topher doesn't. He was saying Ryan my, does. Uh, my wife does. Oh, yeah. oh, her wife. Oh, oh, gotcha. Oh, you I was I'm telling so her. Confused oh. right now. I know. I don't I'm know like, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> never say I listen to Nickelback. <laughs> never, <laughs> motherfucker! I will stab you right now. That- You're saying if your wife has a problem with Topher <laughs> hearing this show. You can always say, "Hey, well, you listen to Nicker- Nickelback, my <laughs> wife, <laughs> not Nickerback." I thought I, I, I wasn't going there. I, I thought you were going to say Nickerbacker. <laughs> did I did I make this go south? Yes. Whoa! <laughs> yes, this is entirely Geoff's fault. Oh, yeah. This we went. It went there. Now, uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So we we may end oh. up cutting this whole thing. <laughs> this may be out of here. <laughs> and one, two, three. <laughs> we need yeah. a moment of silence here so we can. We know Welcome we, back we, to we the Godless <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> Our guest today is Jeff Linville. Uh, so, with what happened oh, to Jesus. me and my divorce, and mostly with my kids, like I said, I don't get along with my ex-wife. I probably mm. never will. Mm. Uh, we're just two totally different people with two totally different ways of being human. And, and, and I don't want to say anything bad, especially since my boys are going to be listening to this because it's not just me. It's not me. The, the only animosity I have for my ex-wife at this point is that I am not allowed to be a dad 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, a few years ago, I started something called the purple pebble project, which is a men's right advocacy group. I don't do much with it anymore because I have to earn money before I can give it away. Yeah. 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 You, you'll, you'll have to elaborate on that a little more Kay. because men's rights advocacy sounds a little sketchy. It, right? And just it, if you it, only rightfully say that. So. Rightfully so. If okay. Let me, let me rephrase that. Non-custodial par- parental rights. There you go. Okay. That. And yeah. and it just so happens, fathers' that's rights, men's rights. Fathers' yeah. rights is a tricky thing. I know. Yeah. I, I I even and you know, like I, I was even saying, you know, and I won't turn this into a me story. No, you're but fine. I mean, just quickly, um, there were definitely drug issues on one side of the of the divorce, um, but that was definitely that was definitely not enough. Uh, to, it's insane. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so so that's interesting. So yeah. so. Your your foundation is it program my idea my your... my my back of the head what I always want to do idea which I've which I you know I've I've done the very small classes and talked to you know some community groups the last couple of years but um, yeah it, it, there's a really big need for a support group for non custodial parents yes and the parents that marry into that yeah yes my wife right now interesting yeah. Uh, she feels like she does not get any credit for all the wonderful things she does. She's a perfect mother. She's a perfect wife. She's a perfect person. And I'll get into that in a minute. I, and I'm stretching this out now. So, she, so she's a Mormon. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Uh, hey, Nick, she doesn't Nickelback, get okay, Nickelback. Just- <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. <laughs> she should get in trouble for that one. She, I'll get in trouble too because <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, I've got nobody to get because in trouble of with. what I didn't hear anything. 
Uh, <laughs> Shut up, she, Dad. <laughs> uh, she, she feels that she doesn't get enough credit, not from the kids, because they have a bond with her that's just second to none. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't even know. You know, I was a stepdad for, for my daughter that, that I don't get to see anymore mm. uh, because at the time of the divorce, I don't pay for her, so I don't get to see her. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that th- that's a whole other story. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a support group for non-custodial families, mm-hmm. essentially. That's interesting. Yeah, it, which is huge, especially around here. Yeah, where it's yeah. illegal to have a penis in the court system. In that in that way, especially it, it's, in it's, it, it's it's funny how polarized. I mean, that's that's the one issue where where if you have a penis, you're you're fucked mm-hmm. in almost any other way. It's the other mm-hmm. way around. But yeah, in that in that case, if 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 you're the father, you good fucking luck. You get penis fucked. You, know, you, you get go. penis fucked. You know, and yeah. and, and, and you and, have and, to li- listen to Nickelback for the rest of your life. <laughs> and the the premise behind the whole thing, I I, I was thinking. Jeez, don't even start. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> okay. Anyway, oh man, I can't believe the Chad Kroger. What a piece of shit he is. Uh, <laughs> you know, got to give him credit. He's done so much with so little. What Avril Lavigne? <laughs> no, I oh. mean she's tiny. Oh. <laughs> were they? I didn't even know they were. Are were they, they married? Are I they, think so. They're oh, married, really? aren't they? That's what I heard last. I mm. think he's like, I need you to find me someone that. Is half a, my age. He's a cutter and looks like a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me some real cred. I, don't know. Yeah. I sing at bars for hell's sake. <laughs> give me, give me I'm, an underage. I'm no longer relevant. Need to find something that makes me relevant. <laughs> like a like a part-time subway employee runaway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Okay, so fast forward. I keep saying that, but this is not fast forwarding. <laughs> I meet, it's impossible on the show. I know. I meet my current wife uh, about. Uh, t- uh, two, oh shit she's gonna kill me about two three three, uh, fi- uh, two, uh, two, three uh, months uh, after <laughs> my separation okay. uh, I was not divorced yet but <laughs> uh-huh. it wasn't one of those no really I'm getting divorced wink yeah, yeah. wink it yeah, was yeah. like it's fucking over. I- I'm done I'm this is not happening I uh, had a had a 19 year old girlfriend for a little while <laughs> which was fun and that's about it uh, <laughs> and and then uh, she came into my life now I'm going to tell you how I met her, but and you are more than welcome to give me as much shit as you possibly can because I try to lie about it, but it doesn't work. Was it at a fireside? No, worse. Uh, LDSSingles.com. Uh, oh, really? Yes. There was a reason for that. I was, right after my divorce, I was I was ready. I was like a charged bull. I was out of the cage. I was a college teacher at the time, and I was ready to make yeah. up for lost time. <laughs> Yeah, at least it wasn't farmers only because that yeah. would have been worse. Yeah, <laughs> or where white Op people meet white people. Worse. Yeah, what? A, oh yeah. Don't get me killed on that. <laughs> uh, so met her on singles dot com, and the, the the reason I went on there is I went to the other dating sites, and it Either was the just women these would be hookup tights. No, these these <laughs> hookup tights. These hookup sites, and and I'm like, I don't want. I got three kids. I don't. I don't want I don't some four. I don't want some lady over at my house jumping, you know, jumping. Some out. random person showing up I at mean, my house. You know, when they're at their mom's for the weekend, that's fine. But no, not, we're at, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and and that's that's really why I got on that website and and we met and she has the tenants, but not the convictions. Mm. Uh, literally the most wonderful person you'll ever meet in your entire life. From the oh, go ahead. 
Oh, uh, you know, this is going to be. I, I was just, I'm just, I just want to give a shout out to Topher that you gave him the blueprints for how to hook up. <laughs> so if you're listening, Topher, my, it's Singles any only. of the dating sites besides LDS. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give Topher for, any no. more credit than he already gives himself. I'm sorry, how old, how old is he? 14. Okay, so oh, so is my son. Okay, yeah, so that that'll be that'll be uh, this old enough to be a little funny and without he, being, but he is a charming son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he's a smart, funny, charming kid. He's not going to need the websites to help him out. <laughs> but uh, so, so my my wife, the the weird thing about her, I grew up in Utah County. I had the Utah County mentality. I had been a uh, uh, very very active in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the caucus meetings. I was a, uh, a state. Um, uh, Re- delegate. delegate. I love GOP caucus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so do I. It goes down smooth. Um, and and arguing in a room with a bunch of old Republican farmers is one oh, of the yeah. funnest things you could possibly do. So I, I got that political bug and worked worked my way through. Uh, I mean, I was I helped Fred Lampropolis on his gubernatorial race. Uh, jumped over. Uh, I always hated Herbert. He's a yeah <laughs> weird. Strange. He's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Mm. My parents rented a rented a, a house from them years ago, and they're like, "That guy's kind of an asshole." I'm like, yeah. "Kind yeah. of an asshole." That kind of an asshole. He's we, a genuine. Yeah. We, full we on keep finding asshole. cameras in the bathroom. I know. <laughs> and he is the typical Utah County businessman. It's yeah. just a slimy wink, yep. wink. Yep. You know, as long as we do it on Sunday afternoon, it's not sinful. Yep. But uh, <sighs> you know, whatever. Yep. So my wife. Is uh, Jessica? Jessica's my wife, right, right, right now, and hopefully for a long time. You're, you're most right, third right. times a charm, honey. It is right a charm. now, but next you're, week, your most no. recent no. ex-girlfriend, Jessica. Yes, my current <laughs> wife. Yeah, she yeah. was what Utah County Mormon Republican boy was most scared of. Uh-huh. Good-looking, educated, liberal. Oh. Mm. And I loved it. (laughs) I loved every second of it. What I didn't know was... How do you feel now? I'm liberal. (laughs) No, I'm just... (laughs) Is that what you mean? No, you said I loved it. So I just was wondering, since that was past tense, how do you feel about Jessica now and her nickelback? Is it grinding (laughs) on you a little bit? Well, (laughs) grinding and nickelback go hand in hand, I guess. (laughs) But only after some Moscow girls. Yes. But oh, they don't drink those in bars. Natty Light, especially like the Wee Blue Inn down there in Payson. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so she challenged me on so many different levels, mm-hmm. and I had never had that before. Uh, I mean, being a teacher, you come across a lot of discussions, like. But this woman challenged me in the best ways possible. Uh, she flipped a lot of the a lot of the problems I had with being Republican, being LDS, being what I should have been living in Utah County. When she challenged those that mentality, I enjoyed it, and I started thinking, "What the hell am I doing? <laughs> I, I'm arguing for the sake of argument. I'm not arguing for the right side." So then it slowly, slowly kind of worked into <sighs> former Mormon liberal. Fighting for fathers' right, not fathers' rights. Fighting for the rights of kids, mm-hmm. um, and and pretty much a giving person everywhere. Um, and I and I don't say that to to pat myself on the back, but I've always, you know, you're just down the street from um, Make a Wish. 
she uh my my wife she is in the nonprofit field mm. she's worked for uh uh jdrf uh, make a wish christmas box international uh lots of really well-known yeah charities she's an event coordinator was now she's much more uh <laughs> and i kind of she one of them community organizers oh you have no idea <laughs> she jenny wilson's um uh, I, I don't know if she's the campaign manager or the or, or something she, she was something for jenny wilson when she ran a few years back mm-hmm. she's a political science major from the university of utah go utes uh-huh. hey uh, and uh it, she, she's just this beautiful thing wonderful thing and guess what? I, I I like it, and I want to be a part of that. So, <laughs> so it's, it's I ended good to up, marry things. It is good to marry things, <laughs> and so I ended up becoming a, a, a worker for every one of her events, and just kind of getting into the nonprofit stuff. Now earlier I was saying I didn't, I don't have those moments where I said, "Oh, that's now I'm an atheist." But one of the one of the main tipping points was meeting some because I was a. Uh, a uh, wish granter and a wish magician for Make a Wish, mm. and seeing cool. these kids and the yeah. way their parents are, I'm like, up your ass if you think yeah. that this is this little kid is in a wheelchair, can barely yeah. breathe, drooling everywhere, about to die, and this is going to humble the parents and teach them a lesson. That, God, fuck that. gives you more than you can handle. No. I, right. Except I, for all the people who die of things. I yeah. get so... <laughs> that's when I get... I, I'm a very patient person, and, and but when someone says something like that, I'm like, go screw yourself. What? You yeah. ignorant motherfucker. Yeah. Do you, you lost your jet keys. You shut up. <laughs> right. You know, this kid over here has brain cancer, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and I met some of the most wonderful, giving, selfless people in my entire oh, yeah. life. With with make a wish, yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I always or never knew I always wanted to be, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, now she is a uh, nonprofit consultant, and she works for lots and lots of uh, different nonprofit groups, and she's very successful at it. Oh, that's great! And I couldn't wish for a better partner, a stronger partner. So, that's awesome. That, yeah, that is that's awesome. Yeah. That's very, very cool. And that wasn't an apology for Nickelback. But, you, <laughs> <laughs> but and and so you said that so you're so you're an atheist and you said that she is not necessarily. Uh, she y- she has the tenets without the what did you say? The tenets without the without conviction? The, without without the motions maybe. Maybe you know. Yeah. She uh, there's no church. There's no uh, she comes she comes from a family that was converted. Her sister and and her brother-in-law are, are very very active, the sweetest people in the entire world. Uh, and if you were to meet them, you're LDS. not like yes, yeah. those people are this, no people. No, the the furthest from the truth for, with these guys, uh, which is really the only reason I'm not always pissed at 24 hours a day is literally <laughs> because of my sister-in-law and her husband. But uh, yeah, she no church, no, nothing like that, and she she has a hard time when I get on a tirade. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's not agnostic she's not she believes that there's something out there and most of it is because she is excited for the afterlife mm-hmm. because she's lost some yep yeah people very dear that's to her. exactly my wife and that's and and i don't want to speak for her but 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 i think that's probably the really the crux of 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 where she is yep 
I think Other than that, she that, that's where most people wish yeah. that the stories were true. Yeah, I wish they were true. Yeah, yeah. Well, to a point, but yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, but it's that it's that, and it's the same with my wife. She she she'll she, she doesn't really care enough to put, yeah. her, put herself in a box, right, right, or go through any of the motions. All that's all that's you know bullshit to her too. But she's deistic in the sense that she just can't let go of the fact that she may see her father again. Correct. In this particular case, her. Her older sister died extremely young of, mm-hmm. of a heart condition. Yep, and uh, it was devastating. I mean, oh sure, yeah, it's crushing. And and me, I grew up not knowing death at all. I, I, and the funny thing is that the very few times I have, even when I was in the in, with my head in the clouds and in uh, the book up my ass, um, <laughs> I still had no reaction. It was like, oh, they're dead. Okay, they're gone. Even though I've been taught. They're not gone. They're they're up there driving a Tesla S in the sky. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's my heaven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listening to Queen and and the Beatles and nobody's uh, but, ever heard of Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, that yeah, that's uh, the death. The death part has always been very definitive for me. When someone dies, they're gone. Yeah, I, I've never. Well, you know. Eighth level, you know, second start of the right straight on until morning, but only yeah. if you have the right keys, you know. Both. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I want to go to Neverland. Yeah. I know. And, and the thing that always pissed me off about it, too, is that, you know, you, you, every time you're at a funeral, there's a handful of, or, or, or a majority of TBMs there that are all weeping. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck are you crying about? Mm-hmm. You're the one trying to tell me that you're going to spend eternity with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. You do. Why yeah. are you crying? Yep. This makes no sense. You don't believe it either. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. So, it, I mean, if you're having that hard of a time and you really believe in it, go home and close your eyes and guess what? They're going to appear in front of you. Right. Nah, or, or, or whatever it is. But yeah, happen. I don't. I, I never understood that. I mean, I, I, I do get the, I do get the wanting to hang on to that, yeah. that idea for the eventual spending time with the the person you're most wishing you spent more time with. I get that. That's humans have that thing. Yeah, I always, I always loved Pat uh, yeah, Tillman's but, brother's eulogy. Yeah, that that yeah. was pretty awesome. It, as 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 fucked up as it had to be, the way he had to give that speech where he was mm-hmm. he was drunk. He had a beer with him up there. Yeah, but when he goes to all the politicians, everybody goes, "He's a fucking atheist. Yeah. He's dead. He he's rotting in the ground. Yeah. He's not in fucking heaven. He won't want any of you fuckers here today because mm-hmm. he didn't like any of you to begin with. He's fucking." <laughs> dead yeah the, <laughs> well and, and i've known several people who you know they though they don't go through the motions they never go to church they don't pray they don't do anything like that but they they hold on to some belief in an afterlife because they want to see somebody who they lost who they've lost or whatever and it, i i get that sure i mean i can feel for those people and i understand why they why they feel that way and, and but then sometimes i think you know that's kind of a selfish it's a selfish thing, yeah. right? I mean, it's a selfish desire for sure because you want to see them and, and and part of that is because you miss them and you love them and you care about them and you want to see them again, whatever. But at the same time, do you think you're going to monopolize all of their time in heaven? Like nobody else wants to see them. They're going to ha- right. they're only going to hang out with you. You know, they don't want to hang out with well, maybe somebody who they lost while they were alive. And- it is eternity, so they can really spend like a thousand years with each person. Yeah, that and that's is true. just the beginning. Yeah, not, yeah. Not only that, but I think it's just the fact that knowing that, you know, like, just that you'll see them again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah. like you know, you and I live thirty, or, to give them thirty or forty miles apart. Yeah, you know, and me and Ryan live 
50, 60 miles apart. I don't know. I live 50 miles from here. Okay, so yeah. much further than that. But I don't go throughout the week stressing that I'm not, you know, about the fact that, I mean, because you guys are, I mean, the, the fact that I'm not going to see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, every single day, you know, I see you one day a week, but... And but that's, that's plenty. Yeah, well, I mean, there, yeah, there is that. But my my point is that because I I understand you're somewhere near, you're around in the area, yeah. you're yeah. you're available. You if need I to want. embrace your feminine side and go to the bathroom with each other all the time. You need to be together <laughs> yeah, yeah. every day. Put a couch in there, Dan. We're just, <laughs> just looking at this watch. <laughs> How's that poop going? <laughs> we need to have so those just, good poop. Just, Ryan goes just weird. Sits, with yeah, Ryan went too having, weird with having a good poop watch. with Olympic numbers. <laughs> That was a seven. <laughs> that one really stinks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to hold somebody's hand. You have to change that diet up. But I, you know, with as as you were saying before, with the fleeting fleet, uh, the the fleeting faithful, I should say, it is more of a question of I want to see this person, and less of a question of of if, you yeah. know, what right. if this isn't true, and what if it is true. It is a I've lost, I want to well, believe. Yeah, I've lost or a want or a deep. when. Mm-hmm. And it, you're right. It's very selfish. I, and not my, that that's always. I mean, you, yeah. being selfish isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, and my wife thinks it's morbid, but I always talk about what they're going to be doing during my funeral. I I've requested many many different things. My most favorite is I want to invite the head of many many different religions to just argue on stage <laughs> <laughs> of where I'm going and what I'm doing, and in the background, look at this photograph. Yeah. In the background, Topher's going to be saying, "This is going on Periscope." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I can remember, I can remember when I was when I was a little kid. I think I was only, I think it was like ten or eleven, and I told you guys this a few episodes back that my uncle died in an explosion at Thiokol. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So my, you know, my uncle died. Had a great grandpa and a great grandma die. You know, while I was younger and could remember them and and would hang out with them, and then, you know, I could I could think back to when I was going to church and would hear the teachers say that you know, oh yeah, you know they're up in heaven looking down on us all the time, smiling at us, missing us, you know, looking forward to the day that we'll return, and it's like, I pooped today. <laughs> <laughs> were they were they like? Watching me go poop, <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah. stupid shit like that. Like it made me really uncomfortable. Like, great, there's dead people all around me watching me go poop. I don't like that. <laughs> My, I mean, they could be helping you poop. Like up, like they're they're they're, they're ghosts. <laughs> like they don't like matter doesn't mean anything. They they're helping you push. I don't know. I'm just going weird with that one. <laughs> you, there's a ghost like pushing on your belly to push a turd out. There ghost poop. Ghost that's poop. a fart. That Ryan. is a fart. That's a fart. It, true. That's a ghost poop. <laughs> that's them warning you. The ghost is. It, it knows the future, so it's, it's making your you dead fart. Relatives going, pushing. It's, it's it's squeezing you, going <laughs> like you got to poop soon. <laughs> I'm warning you. You got to poop. There's a reminder. And then you poop. Yeah. And you it, trusted that last one, and it was a poop. I don't want to even say what happens when I'm taking a shower. You know, you know they watching in on you. All those ghosts. Uh, it's yeah. my soap and my penis, and I'll uh, get it as clean as I want. Yeah, exactly. And if I if I, if I need to do some yard work, I need to be left alone for a little bit. Oh. <laughs> but no, earlier we were we were talking about what made me an atheist, and 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 what there, there's a couple different things. One, 
at a very young age, I became good at magic. And when I did magic, James Randi, by the way, I, I got to give love him that guy. a ton of credit. He, uh, this was back before the internet, back before anything. So I had a, I had a family that, that owned a magic shop and they kind of had videos and stuff. And, and I was watching this guy and then I read some books and then saw the Carson shows. And then you saw all that other stuff that he was on. And I thought to myself, I'm doing this magic as a young kid. Mm-hmm. And the people I'm showing this to know that I'm making this card disappear. They know that I just made my neighbor float in the air. They know I conjured a, a, a rose out of nowhere. And I know I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a big thing for me, looking back, saying, look at all these people that believe me just for the fact that I can show them something that they can't explain. Yeah, yeah. And it was... It, I won't lie. It's empowering. Uh, you, you, I can see how someone can get wrapped up in that. Take money from them is a different story. Well, I, mean, I <laughs> right. say that's the thing. That's the whole power thing is once they're like, wow, these people believe the shit I'm feeding them. And wait, if I tell them to give me money, they're like more than willing to. This is easier than robbing a bank. Yeah, it's crazy. And and the other thing, and my son's really getting into magic too, Topher. He's my, he's my, my little agnostic, but... <laughs> it's it, it's weird raising children in a world where you don't tell them what they have to believe. I mean, it really is. I you know you have to be good, you have to be nice, mm-hmm. you have to help people that can't help themselves, and they just grow up knowing. I, I don't have to believe in, in yeah. you know looking up in the skies, and I don't whether or not they do. I and I told them I said if one day you decide you want to be a religious person, I said that's fine, right. But you better damn well believe we're going to have some discussions beforehand. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> we'll be talking about yeah. that. Yeah. And you better bring your A game. <laughs> you better yep. know why you've chosen to be Yeah, you know, exactly. None of, my, none of my children are baptized. Um, and about uh, a month ago, we went to a, uh, a, a my, my son plays on the, a jazz, in a jazz group, plays drums, a percussion. And... Uh, they, they don't even call it drums and jazz. I, it's who knows per- what they percussion? And it's, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> does he just does he just have a hi hat symbol? And a <laughs> he does. But I'm bumped. But he, uh, we were there That's with cool. my with my ex wife's extended family. Uh, the, their their grandmother is very up there in age, and very LDS. And I hadn't LDS. seen her for about I don't know six years or something like that. And and me, the type of person I am, I like approaching uncomfortable situations more than I like avoiding them. So I go up and I pat her on the shoulder. Hey, how you doing? And she's getting up and, you know, she's having a hard time because she's on a walker. And she turns to me and my and my son, is the Topher, and Zach, my youngest, are sitting right next to me, or standing right next to me. And she said, so when are you going to get these boys baptized? <laughs> she didn't oh. even say hi. Wow. I haven't wow. seen her for five, six years. And it was, when are you going to get these boys baptized? That's none of your fucking business, old lady. Yeah, I mean, that's a testament to the depth of indoctrination right now. You know, and my mom and my wife were were standing there with me, and I mean, their jaws were just, and then afterward, they're like, I cannot believe, I I can can believe she. Yeah, of course. But my response was, it's it's not for me to decide. It's for them to decide. Why don't you ask them? Yeah. Ask them. You're not going to like what they say, but <laughs> yeah. ask them if you really think that they need to be baptized. And then she said, "Well, are you, you know, are you pre- whatever word she heard? Are you prepared or are you ready?" And I went, 
No. (laughs) (laughs) Prepared for what? I know, prepared for what? what? And afterward, had I thought quicker, but I was blown away. I was honestly blown away. What I wanted to say was, well, they can't. They can't get baptized because their father's a, a, a raging homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> so and they and they live with my house, so they can't be baptized. Yep. Yeah. I wish I would have said that. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I'm like, no, <laughs> ask them. But uh, the other the other side, uh, another uh, another point when when I went through the temple, uh, I, you guys I, has anybody former LDS? I yeah, I've been through. No. That's I, was, never... I was baptized, so never mow, mow until I, I was baptized, and then just and then got out, and yeah, got out later yeah, in late, life. Late no, no mission, mid to late twenties. It took. I mean, I, I vacillated for since I was probably fourteen, yeah. thirteen, fourteen. Oh, even twelve, maybe. I had to start to have major questions about dinosaurs and things, but right, right. But I mean, oh, yeah. still played the game, hokey right. pokey for twenty. This more is what years you do. You have to. Yeah. I and I'm not old enough to make my own decisions yet. Uh, so just to let you guys know, I decided to periscope. Yeah, I couldn't get mine to work, so I'm glad you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, on, honestly, I've said this before, but I'll just say real quick: the thing that you know, if I had, if I was to, if I was to pin it down to an aha moment, which there was obviously, it was a process again. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that really shook me out of it was. Binge watching Ancient Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know. I can't. I couldn't do it. I love it. I don't. I know. love that show, uh, but not because it's real or anything. But it's just complete fucking nonsense for two two reasons. This, yeah, because it's absolutely crazy, and I like watching Bigfoot Hunter and all that shit too. But two, they also cover a lot of interesting geological areas that other shows don't talk about. You know, um, but they got me thinking. If that's possible, based on the same types of arguments that religion is making, maybe all of this other stuff isn't quite exactly as right. they say. And I remember taking breaks from Ancient Aliens just to breathe and be like, holy shit. I mean, is that possible? How do I know what the difference, you know? That's what started the skepticism. Yeah, and and with me, it were, it were, it was the actual, <laughs> County, it's I know, the actual <laughs> temple ceremony. Now, ah, Tempanogos yeah. Temple does a live session. So do they now? Uh, I don't. I don't know if they do now, but but I believe at the time it was a live session. Uh, I went when I went. Through, it's, it was a video. It's weird. It is weird. It's it is, fucking weird. It's weird. Well, there was a guy that snuck in that camera to do the secret recording. The God makers. Was that who it was? I think it was the God makers, wasn't it? He put out three different Is videos that... of the whole temple. Uh, I haven't you know, seen those. No, that oh, yeah, that's a different guy. Yeah, they changed. Now uh, they they dropped the whole, you know, slit in your throat, right? The, the blood, out your the blood and, yeah. all that stuff. Now the thing that really got me, and this is when I was really into it. I started going to school, getting some, doing some more research, and 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 I'm, I, I love everything. I'm not a, I'm a master of nothing and a student of everything. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, oh, that's interesting, I'm gonna go do that. So I started doing that, and I came across the book. This isn't the exact book. I think almost all atheists are the jack-of-all-trades types. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I came across a book that's almost just like this, and I and I read it. Mm. It has inside. Now, this... And what is this book? This, yeah. yeah, I no, forgot. No, this is not a visual show, is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is the... No, you did a great job of holding that up and framing Didn't I? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because Periscope's going right yeah, now. There's so. like four people watching, so... Uh, Secrets of Freemasons. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Now, now inside this, I came across the actual. Now, no one can see this except Periscope. Uh, yeah, the exact temple ordinances. Yep. Ah, wow. Of the, the what is it? Of the navel that. and yes. the, the, the it's the whole the thing. It's the secret words. The sign oh, of the nail. It's the handshake. It's everything. Yeah, and, and well, I, I mean, it's no secret that, no. that that's where Joseph Smith got it's it. It's a thirty-second degree Scottish rites, wasn't it? Yeah, or thirty-third yeah. or whatever it was. I, I can't uh, whatever's the highest. Yeah, thirty-second. I don't know. He, he did it in one day somehow. He yeah. got rid of all of his thetans. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, that's you know, awesome. The Nauvoo Lodge was now the Nauvoo Temple, but uh, right, uh, it was a book like this that I, I read it and thought, wait a minute, these are all supposed to be secret. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not supposed to talk about all this. I'm not supposed to tell everybody that and my here secret it is name in print is Heber. For the world to see. <laughs> yep. yep. But but it's uh, yeah. There it's 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 there. I mean, this particular one was like six bucks at Barnes and Noble. I'm like, the entire awesome. basis of the LDS religion and their secret society and their secret yep. well, uh, into, was six dollars at Barnes and Noble. That's even awesome. even the, the, <laughs> it was next to a Playboy uh, through the years covers. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to go get uh, one. That's I would be torn on which one yeah, to get, either the Freemason well, one I mean, I'll go pick or one up, the Playboy one. Oh, I have both. If you remember. okay, I figured it's a hard <laughs> it's a hard one to choose between. No, I don't. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's just it and. And the thing, the other thing it did that I never noticed until I started looking into Freemasonry, and and I'm not one of those people that's like, well, I'm an atheist, but the Buddhists are really cool, and I believe in <laughs> ghosts, and I no, no, none of that. Well, I've I enjoy culture. Yeah, and and so you're not just an atheist; you're also a skeptic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's probably my middle name, <laughs> but uh, and my wife hates it because I argue like a really cheap lawyer. Um, <laughs> The other thing I noticed in a lot of the Freemasonry stuff that I that I didn't realize was how much the Salt Lake Temple was a was a lodge. The way it's built, the way it's framed, all of the symbology on the outside, it's insane. I mean, you can't you can't look at that and say, "Well, I mean, it could have been influenced." Yeah. It is a blueprint. That guy looks so sad. Doesn't he though? <laughs> well, it's sad Jesus. Oh, I heard a funny Jesus joke. Oh yeah. You ready? Sure. I bet Jesus was the first scarecrow. Uh. Oh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were talking about we were talking Dimitri about stand up uh, before this. Have you heard Harlan Williams jokes about joke about scarecrows mm. about how worthless they are and they, they all they do is attract homeless people because they see a brand new outfit sitting in a field full of food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dimitri Martin is I where Dimitri I heard that Martin. from. Oh, He's yeah. so funny. That's his new one, right? Yeah, that, the one yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyhow, and that's that was another that was another, and, and then you know, just I, I I'd always been a skeptic, and I'd always had atheistic tendencies, and that's, but I didn't know that word and what it meant. All I knew mm-hmm. was that's a bad word. You yeah. don't say shit, damn hell, and atheist. I think that's a problem for a lot of people. <laughs> and and it was hard for me to finally come to that point because there's such a stigma behind the word. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a terrible stigma. Sure. But we're having an earthquake. That's probably <laughs> the little dog. They're growling okay. back. Running upstairs. <laughs> but yeah. And that that's really what it came down to. I, I'd always been a skeptic. I've always had problems, but I didn't know what the, I thought that was something wrong with me, not something right. Mm-hmm. And that's right. and when I finally like 
that's what I am. And I can accept that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, it's none of your damn business. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, even with me being non-religious my whole life, taking on the, 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 you know, the atheist label for, I'm like, well, atheists, that's, they don't believe in anything. They're just like bad people, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I and they worship Satan and stuff. Yeah, well, I didn't go with the Satan thing. Cause I'm like, well, if they don't believe that. How would they believe that? But then I realized, I'm like, <laughs> oh, everybody's mixing up a nihilist with an atheist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying being a nihilist is a bad thing. It's just that's mm-hmm. they wouldn't care if you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, they wouldn't care <laughs> no. if I did. No. But the the they're not the same term. No. Yeah. So did you ever serve a, a mission then? No. 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 If I would have, it, it would have been. Yeah, I got married. That was a different yeah. mission. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a mission from God. It was a mission from God. Now I want to dance. I want to, I want, I want to see James Brown jumping around on the stage. But uh, yeah, it, it, now the good news is about me coming out and saying atheist. I've got a Wiccan brother-in-law, and I'm off the hook. True. <laughs> oh, at least you're not a witch. At least I'm not a witch. <laughs> yeah, but warlock, I think. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know the term. <laughs> I, I just know he spells the word magic wrong. Yeah, <laughs> spell it with a. And he likes the Cowboys. So. No. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there's always next year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> got to work on those. They said that for a few. Man, yeah, they they that, that's, that's the Cowboys mantra. There's always next year. Good grief! But yeah, that's that's. Yeah. So how how did your wonderful parents handle you coming out as an atheist? Uh, I I'm the type of person that when I make a decision, I go in all the way. And I, I admit I'm, I can be fairly obnoxious at it. So it's it, it, when you finally find out what you are, you want to scream it all the time. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever said I was an atheist, I said it to one of the members of my ward. Uh, they came over and asked me if I'd like to be a scout troop leader. Because a lot of the neighborhood kids, when my kids come over, mm-hmm. they hang out at my house. We do experiments. We have fun. We play real active. Yes, science. Yeah. <laughs> and they came over and said, we know that you you like doing these kinds of things. And I, I'd, I'd been a teacher for 4-H. And you're and good at it? Yeah. I uh, did a magic and science uh, class for 4-H after school one day and for my mom. And he came over and asked me if I wanted to be a scout leader. Amazing how God works, right? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it has hey, nothing to do with observation and, I made and understanding. Like, oh, hey, this guy has all the neighborhood boys at his house, and they all have fun and play around, and he's a good yeah. teacher. And then that's not what they said about God Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's natural. Well, but we're not <laughs> talking about. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> well, he had all the kids over. Yeah, played we're not on talking the, about. He did magic tricks, salads. Yeah, he wasn't Catholic. Okay. Ranch. Well, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I've always been that person out there throwing the footballs and going down the slides and getting kicked out of Del Co- Taco. Del Co- Del Caco. You. <laughs> Sponsored by Diarrhea from Del Caco. Uh, oh, those, those Dollar Tuesdays. Those Dollar Tuesdays. Hey, at Del Taco, the best thing to do is put one one butt on, on a tray and your feet on a tray and go down the tube. And you shoot oh, out shit. the end. Like, but you'll get like kicked out. Oh. I mean, you get kicked out permanently. I think I still have a, a trespassing warning. Just tell them, I'm recreating what your tacos do to me. Yeah. <laughs> See, kids. I'm the taco. That's my butt. It's like, I'm, I'm the new slim good body. I'm going to show you what happens. <laughs> nice. Shoot out there. But, uh, no, my, oh, so anyway, they came over and asked if I wanted to be a, uh, a scout leader. And I told them, uh, you know, I said, are you still allow gays or don't allow gays in there? This mm-hmm. was before uh, yeah, all of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
well, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of, and I said, and you do realize I'm an atheist. And I'm like, wait, I just said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, you are, but you're so nice. Oh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went, thanks. Go away. Yeah. No, it was, Appreciate it, but it was one of those things, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Preconceived notions are none of my business. So, yeah, but, I'm, but yeah, I'm going to start doing that with, with Mormons though, you know? When they come over, oh shit! I was expecting a pizza. Oh well, we're missionaries, really? Because you guys are so nice. You I'm seem so nice, though. We had. We you had... seem so smart. That's <laughs> I know. Surprising. I mean, you can. You, you're erudite. Look yeah. at you. But, <laughs> Dressed uh, yourself and yeah. everything. You, 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 where's the horns? <laughs> the Mormons had the horns. But uh, man, I jump all over the place. I'm sorry. I just have a lot to say. Oh yeah. We. Uh, about there's no agenda I to know. this show. <laughs> I mean, what do I? I don't spend all week on yeah, that. It's like a Nickelback song. It's yeah. worthless and just keeps going on. <laughs> yeah. Look uh, at Matt's pages graphs. <laughs> but he, but he uh, that was a terrible joke for again. Oh, six. Eight, <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that one out along with your food. Your, 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 your don't snafu. Oh, say what? He said, "Go Pats." That's what he said. <laughs> we'll put that in. A, yeah. One, two, three. Go Pats. <laughs> no. Uh, Go I had, Pats. Back. <laughs> uh, he. I had the ward mission leader. Mm-hmm. Bring two missionaries over to my house. Ah, this was fairly recent. Okay, with it like like uh, October, November. No, I, like I I don't get that mm-hmm. tactic now because you spend a lot of time in the church. Yes, so you would obviously be able to school these young, bright-eyed Mormon missionary well, well, kids. Well, um, award mission leaders going to be going to be somebody who's probably. But I thought you said you brought two missionaries over. He brought two missionaries with him. Oh, the war, but the ward missionary, the ward mission leader was with you. Correct. Was with, oh, was with right. them. Correct. And so that's going to be someone from the elders quorum who's been in the church a long time as well. That he educated. Not <laughs> this is in this is in Lehigh. We live in Lehigh right oh, now. Okay. Okay. So this was yeah. Uh, this was fairly recent. Oh, okay. So they knock on the door and I'm like, yes, I've been waiting. I know <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> this is amazing. So they said, you know, we, you know, we introduce. I'm, I'm, I'm elder more white, and I'm elder not black, oh. and uh, and they came nice. in, and the ward mission leader I'd never met before in my life. I, I don't know who he was. Come to find out, he lives two doors behind me. Uh. But, but we live at the point of the mountain, so people yeah. don't talk. Right, that's, right. That, that's the house that flies the Utes and the gay flag. <gasps> that's that's bad. That's bad. And he burns sheep in the backyard for <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah. And he always dresses in costumes. Um, <laughs> I don't I, care about college football. I just want BYU to lose every game. I agree. So if, you, I agree. if it's the Utes, fine. Uh, and they said, you know, we'd like to share a message. I said, you know what? Right now my kids are here. Uh, and it's not like what you need to share my kids can't hear because I'd love for them to be able to hear the first discussion. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to yeah. because what I'll do is say, and Topher, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, or who, you know, whomever. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they said, you know, we would like to make an appointment. I said, I'd love to. You guys come on over. Let's make an appointment though because I can't do it today. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. Uh, but I'd love for you to come over. You have some dinner. We'll talk. I'll learn about your family stuff. I said, okay, well, we'll come back. And I said, well, what I want you to do before you come back, though, you obviously have my address and my contact information. Gentlemen, I'd like your parents' home address and contact information. Nice. And your parents' home address and contact information because I've got some missionaries from my faith that would like to come over to That's your house. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
uh, 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 we gotta go. Yeah, that's fucking genius. I think I remember you posting something yeah. about that in the group. When yeah. It happened, yeah. Oh, and it caused this huge controversy. So he's like, we were just trying to reach out. I said, no, you weren't trying no. to just reach out. I would have told the same thing back to him. Like, I'm just trying to reach out to their parents. Yeah. Say, so if you think it's a, pr- if That's your brilliant. parents are so proud of you going out and telling people that they're wrong and they need to change their faith, yeah. you better damn well believe or better hope that they would accept the same back from to them. Yeah. Yep. No, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awesome. I I am actually waiting for the day where I get a, two young, wide-eyed missionaries at my door that want to actually talk. Yeah, I was I was lucky. I had a uh, when we first not when we first moved in, but when my records were finally transferred. I don't know. I still can't get off that damn list. Uh, <laughs> but we had a a, a a home teacher or a, a visiting teacher. The guy's home teacher. Good grief. Uh, come over and talk and very quickly found out I'm an atheist and my wife mm-hmm. doesn't like me having these discussions with these people. He came back every single month. We had found out he'd been released a long time ago, <laughs> oh. but we'd always have these discussions of this is why I think you're full of shit. And his was, this is why it makes me feel good. Yeah. Which yeah. like, so, so. 14 mentions of horses in the Book of Mormon before they were even come, came mm-hmm. to the Americas? Yeah. What, what, well, horses are just a, uh, of course, it's some sort right. of A nice shit parallel. makes me feel good. It's yeah. not something I'm going to base yeah. my life on. Not to mention that the plates of brass yeah. were on metal that wasn't even existent in, the, in oh, Mesoamerica. It's, it's insane. All the steel. Ed Dean the... enjoyed wearing women's flesh. I mean, he felt good. <laughs> yeah. During, yeah. Last year, we had a lot of parties at our house, and I ended up printing out about... 10 or 12 full copies of the CES letter. Oh, nice. And putting them on my toilet and said, free, take one. <laughs> my mom put them away. <laughs> I think it was my mom. It, was, it may have been my wife. I was like, we don't need that in. And it, no, it's my bathroom. That's can, it's funny. Can, free, you, take one. Anybody should go out and, and put at the that. Gideons at the CESletter.org. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jeremy Runnels. Uh, I support his efforts every month i'm a contributor to his patreon or or whatever for that it's it it really it really answers in a in a in a very simply complex way and very logical of uh, of how these things came about or how they didn't come about Mm -hmm. and the church uh, you know the history of, of that is he wrote that letter and then the church responded in some fashion to it, I don't know if it, I can't remember if it was directly it, or no, it, it wasn't the church. It was it was one of their an ancillary it farms or something. Yeah, it was farms or fair. Or, I think it was fair. And 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 then he responded to that. And I, was there another response? Uh, I can't I remember they, where the I think is. they have published a second response, and then he was working on a on a third. And the original CES letter is very interesting, a quick page turner, and awesome. The responses afterwards are very methodical and 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 information heavy they're not as easy to read but they're still extremely interesting the first one after after i read through a large portion of it uh just laying in bed one night i mentioned it to tracy and she's like oh what do you what is that and she went out and read it and she she finished the whole thing and she's like i'm fucking mad yeah (laughs) this pisses me off my grandparents have devoted their lives to this bullshit yeah. She's like, this oh. fucking makes me mad. I want to take it over to my grandpa and go, look at the bullshit you believe. <laughs> and that, the CES letter was one of the things I, I, I discussed with, with my home teacher. And 
and and and Freemasonry and the symbology, yeah. and that every single picture of Brigham Young has his 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 compass and oh, yeah. yeah and and square square. I mean, like, come yeah. on, all the garments have yeah have it too. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, and then uh, oh, back to my parents. Good grief, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, my parents, it was hard for them to accept. Uh, like I said, my mom, very deep. Born in and raised in, mm-hmm. and very ingrained in the church. Uh, my dad, because of my mom, mm-hmm. you know, he he. I believe he has a faith in God, and he has a faith in maybe something else. And my kind of a deist view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't know what it is, but I know it's there. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, believe it's there. Yeah, believe. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should use the proper word. Uh, my mom, however, very very grown up and I don't question this mm-hmm. I remember sitting not too long ago at, at the Greek Slovakia telling my parents they are stupid if they pray <laughs> oh, that didn't go over, that didn't go over well yeah and and it became a little more heated than than I intended it to obviously yeah and and well, I figured I, I could call them stupid and it would just wash over it'd be fine and it the thing is, it came out a lot worse than I was actually trying to say. And I was emotional. Yeah, and, sure. And my wife was there just like, can we just go home already? Yeah. And what I meant to say was, you're stupid if you think prayer does you any good. Yeah. Other than self-satisfaction of yeah. meditation. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to take a few minutes to reflect on my day, things I'm thankful for. But if you think it actually does anything, mm-hmm. whatever. You're stupid. Yeah. And, and that's really what I wanted to say. Not you're stupid for praying, but that's definitely how it came across. <laughs> and re- and really, yeah. probably all they heard was you're stupid. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, how many times do we hear that uh, the the fool hath said in his heart that there is no God? Yeah. You know. I mean, we get that shit all the time. I mean, it's just it's 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 just a classic case of condition can't take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, that's I, a privilege. I, I do believe. Meditation works in ways, not like in a spiritual way or or yeah. a foo foo way, but just like if you're having a bad day or something, just be able to put some just music help on, calm and center you, and get your and just calm yourself down. Like if you're get if you're just like you just can't handle something, just a way to calm yourself down. But there's yeah. nothing like existential about it. It's just like no, it's yeah. just, it just helps me calm myself. I, and, I don't think it's even. I mean, it, for me in my personal life, I don't, I don't even think it's worth whatever energy it would take to do mm-hmm. See, whatever benefits I, I fucking it takes sleep. no energy i sleep for six or seven hours a night that's that's what i do that's how i <laughs> change you know i mean god that's what humans that's are supposed reset. to do yeah that's what we're supposed to do but i've had those days where you know you're having trouble sleeping or you just there's so much on your fucking mind you're just tr- like wound up and just, some days it's good to just sit and hash all of that out Right, yeah. yeah, I just put some like calming music on and i just kind of sit back and i just kind of close my eyes and i just try to like just take a few deep breaths and just try to like just get grief. <laughs> listen to some Nickelback and try to relax. I, my, I mean, what it's... I do is I I lay as naked as I possibly can underneath a ceiling fan, except for Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna go there again. <laughs> I just said uh, that's that's gonna be. That's uh, gonna be is that your phone background? No, oh. no. <laughs> very, very few Swipe people. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of people have seen it in a very small community. Yes. 
What was yeah. small? The community? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, but it was a big bottle. There you go. Yeah, it was. It had to be. There you go, Ryan. Yeah. But there you go. As naked as I could possibly be underneath a ceiling fan, ceiling fan, that's my Utah County ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Ceiling fan, listening to probably rumors or listening to mm. George Michael. Oh, I love George Michael. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good looking, than good looking man. Yeah. He's a good-looking man. Yeah. Okay, we're done with that conversation. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Topher, close your ears. We're yeah. To- <laughs> he ain't no Gerard Butler. But anyway. Well, that's true. Um, yeah. From, so that's- from, from a mostly A-side. Although, you know, I think I think that gives me a unique perspective on... on what, being, on- being asexual? Or, well, or well, yeah, I mean... I, kind of non-sexual person? Yeah, non-sexual, looking at... The attractiveness of humans generally, because there's not much difference to me one way or another by gender. Yeah, that's, I mean there is slightly, yeah. but I, I, I can I mean, appreciate a good-looking man. Yeah, yeah. Ewan, Ewan McGregor, Gerard Butler, George Michael, of course. I mean, yeah, those are very good-looking humans. George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm not big on Brad Pitt. No, yeah, he's overrated. And he's a terrible fucking actor. Oh. I don't. I okay. Would, uh, Did you guys watch the Golden Globes? No, no. I was busy. Well, first of all, don't. Uh, Ricky Gervais had a couple good digs. Yeah, but well, he uh, always does. I know. J- uh, he, he can be brutal though. I heard Matt Damon or not bad. Matt Damon, but uh, 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 fucking Revenant. Yeah, he finally won. He finally. Well, he's he's had Golden Globes before. It's the Oscars. Oh yeah, it's Oscar. He hasn't won. Are you talking about mm-hmm. DiCaprio? Yeah, DiCaprio's never won an Oscar. Like everybody keeps pointing the meme. Yeah. I was like, he almost died making this movie. What the fuck does he need to do to get an award? Well, I, I saw the meme that was like, do you think in thirty years someone's going to play the life of Leonardo DiCaprio and win an Oscar for it? <laughs> oh, <not even>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, one of my favorite digs that Ricky Gervais said that Matt he was introducing Matt Damon. Okay, Matt I said, Damon. I think, Matt yeah. Damon. <laughs> I think I did see this. But he said he said Matt Damon. The, the only person that Ben Affleck hasn't cheated on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Oh, snap. Well, then I, he, he made the, the joke, too, where he's like, oh, he, he did that great comedy called The Martian. Oh, yeah. They they pegged it as a comedy. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. That was the category? Yeah. Oh, really? did they? Yes, it really was. So that's why he made that joke? Yes. Uh, it that won. wasn't a comedy? Well, the reason <laughs> the international film the society of... of no. Well, the way I understand, you got to submit your film into categories. But they put it, they put it in comedy, and and after watching it, my wife and I watched it, and we thought, oh, I know why they did that, and sure enough, it came true. Uh, the Martian was such a great movie, critically and and otherwise. It had different realms, but Revenant was also up. Yeah, they couldn't put them against each no. other. No, so they put it. Even Ridley Scott got up and said comedy because yeah. he won for best director mm. uh, in the comedy. I, it was up against Spy. <laughs> it was up against. I yeah, mean, come on. Uh, I see. But but they I needed, mean, they wanted to give those to to him to yeah. Matt. Damon they wanted an award for the movie, but Revenant yeah. clearly. I haven't yeah. seen it. We were going to go see it over the weekend and got I, busy. And I saw The Martian, but I'll I haven't show you seen how to Revenant watch it. yet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to watch it the other night at home, but I decided to wait because I might want to see it in because I have the screener. Yes. Yes. That's how. So which website do you use? <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. I, my brother-in-law just told me one. Or let me. It's crazy easy. I, I noticed the other day, like I, I'm, I'm looking for movie titles. I'm updating. I have a data. I'm a fucking dork, right? So I have, <laughs> I have a, I have a lot of movies, and I have a little database that I've made for my movies, and I'm updating it with 
fucking information from like IMDb and stuff. So I, you know, I'll Google the name of a movie to find the year that it was made, whatever. And I just lost what I was gonna <laughs> fucking say. With the it. train has derailed. You find websites that are playing the movie. Oh well, yeah. So I just type in the thank you very much. I just type in the name of a movie and like a list, a laundry list of websites come up. Like watch the full version of the movie, and I'm like, well, that yeah. seems weird. And I'll click on it, and it's like. It is. It's the full version of the movie it's in A&P English. Version. It's. I it, watched the Hateful Eight before it was in mm-hmm. theatrical release. Well, mm-hmm. but did you torrent it? I mean, this is just like no, no. It was streaming, a, yeah, streaming I mean, on yeah. the internet. Well, it's crazy cool. times, man. I know. Back, back to my parents really, really fast. Since I came out to my parents, they've they've really taken to heart a, a lot of things that I've said. Like, man, he's got a lot of good points. And mm-hmm. we never thought of it that way, and we don't look into it this way. Number one, they're becoming more and more liberal, thanks to my wife. Yay! <laughs> yep. And and my mom has now reached a point. She's going to be mad at me if I said anything. She doesn't listen to this. She won't listen to Nobody's this. Nobody's listening she to this. She might now. Uh, <laughs> it's just us four and Topher. There you go. <laughs> and my wife <laughs> making hash marks on a board saying, ass kick one, ass kick two. Uh, I'll go easy. Back. It's like, check. No, she uh, she's she's not a bitch. I promise. Uh, she my, made me say that. Yeah, she made me say that. She just texted me. Um, my lost my train of thought. Just like Dan. Uh, since this revelation of the church coming out with the gay uh, stuff, yeah, that hit my mom hard. Yeah. I mean, it hit, it hit her. a lot of people hard. Oh yeah, like my this true believing is bullshit. My true believing supermo family members, some of them were questioning it openly on Facebook, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. so that's huge! This is a big fucking yeah. deal." Yeah, yep. This is it this is. is shaking the true believing members of the church. Yeah, and and the some, best part yeah. about it, I don't even have to say anything. They did it yeah. to themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. What can we do it's, to be dickheads today? Oh, I know. Let's alienate three quarters of our. Let's of our pick on children. Groups. Yeah, yeah. Right. they can't defend themselves. And all of a sudden, the members grew a conscience. Yeah, oh, good <laughs> grief. Well, only some. I mean, there's yeah. there's they're still fortifying a core group of TBMs that are unquestioning, sort of mindless well, soldiers. It's a purity check. Hopefully, yeah. it'll, it'll turn it like the the Church of England because I saw something the other day said that like ninety two percent of the people have dropped out of the Church of England. Yeah, but that's because there's no competition for that. I mean, it's the it's the it's the state religion. Well, yeah, it, it's so, a different climate. Mormonism's you know. kind of the state religion here. <laughs> yeah, I, well, but state in in terms of Utah state federally funded government. Yeah, but we're England. not. I mean, here, I th- here there's plenty of competition. I mean, it's not just. I don't think it's really a state religion. It's not like we're putting it on badges of of. I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> firefighters. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was a great little segue. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I tried, Dan. So should we should we move on to some newsy stuffs? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, sh- we got time to shut Jeff up for a we few. Got, minutes. We got about twenty minutes left. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine, man. This has been awesome. Uh, so you you may by the time you listen to this you may have seen news reportings of of me being on the news again. And so I was at work today and saw that I had a call come in while I was in a meeting uh, with sitting next to Damp 
Damn. <laughs> it was so I, I get a call and I send it to voicemail and I listen to it later and this is the voicemail that I've got. Hi Dan, this is Lauren calling from Fox 13. I gave you a call because I'm wanting to get possibly some comments from Atheists of Utah. But what you guys think about, there's a, so the Provo Police Department got all these new badges, like $85 badge, and apparently these new badges have the Provo Temple displayed on them front and center, like the whole badge is the new Provo Temple. Um, so kind of an interesting uh, thing. Yes, give me a call back. Um, we can talk a little bit more about it. If you can. I'm going I'm to fade that out before she gives out her phone number. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I got to see a phone number, and I'm like, ah! I'm gonna fade that out before the phone number comes in. We don't want to send the we don't want to send the nice reporter's phone number out to everybody. What I think is funny is when I've heard, when you put that up there, I thought the reason why they called you was because you're the regional director for American Atheists. Yeah, but there they but are still the referencing yeah, you as Atheists of Utah. Yeah, I'm sure that my contact information is just still on their still books, floating around out there, or the uh, reputation is still floating. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah, but I, I made sure to correct that when they did the, mm. the actual story. So, okay. So I get that message. Uh, we play phone tag back and forth a little bit. Uh, she calls and leaves another message. And apparently this is this is like a story that just developed over today. Like nobody really knew about it. I'm not sure uh, how she was alerted to it. I'm guessing someone in Provo contacted the radio or the television station like, um, what the fuck is going on here? Could you yeah. guys go and check this out? So she contacted me. We play phone tag. Uh, talk to her again. They t- she talks about and and while I'm on the phone with her, you know I'm I'm making some very good points. I I was I was speaking as if she was recording the call and was going to use uh, her yeah. story. And so I go through all of this, and and she's she was wonderful to speak with. Great, you know, very very friendly, very professional. Uh, gave me some information, and as she received more information, would update me with it. So it's not actually the police badges, it's the fire department yeah. badges. Um, and since they can't see the badge, just so they know, the temple on the badge takes up a it's good... It's the whole badge. It takes up a good yeah. 75 to 80% of the badge. Yeah. Here, here's what I thought when I saw it. If you were to think of Parks and Rec and what Pawnee did and all the ridiculous <laughs> things that they printed out, extremely large and gaudy, that's what this well, badge be- is. If there was a church dedicated to Little Sebastian, yes, and then they put <laughs> that's going to make my full so Little Sebastian <laughs> on this badge. That's that's what this is. It's I, I it almost looks like a joke. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So you know, we play phone tag back and forth. She updates me with more information as it comes in. You know, I'm I'm at work. I try to talk to her. You know, I I listen to the message on break. Uh, Try giving her a call back, get her voicemail, leave a message. She calls me back before lunch. I go to lunch, call her, call her again. We speak for a little bit, and then it's trying to arrange. You know, I'm ta- as I said, I, I was talking to her on the phone like she was recording this and was going to use it in her reporting. And we finish up our conversation. She's like, "Okay, well, yeah, I'd love to get you on camera, and can I send a crew out and talk to you?" And I was like, oh. "Okay, sure." When, I'm not sure when you needed to release the story or when you were planning to go live with it or anything, but I'm at my day job today in yeah. Ogden. You caught me on the one day a week I work. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, well, we can we can send a film crew out. 
you know, we, we can do it, you know, away from whatever building where you're working or whatever. So it, you know, it, it, you can keep your employer anonymous or out of the picture or whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't think even that would be really good. Since I work. And I said, you know, there's a park next to the building. I don't even know. I don't know the address of the park, or there. I don't even know if it's a name. I think it's just like a little area for the apartment complex yeah. that's next to the building where I work. And I said, you know, I, I, I'm, I work in Ogden. I'm a, I'm a federal employee for the IRS, and I so. She's and you know I'm kind of stammering over. She's like, yeah, we should probably figure out something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, yeah. I mean, I could just meet you guys somewhere. On, you know, I'll take a break and can meet you somewhere for a quick interview or whatever. And she's like, okay, well, do you get texts on your phone? I'll I'll keep you updated and, you know, I'll contact the crew and have somebody, you know, I'll figure out when they can get up there to you. And she's like, do you text on your phone? And I said, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, that'll be fine. So I start walking toward the, toward the building, get in through the first, you know, set of doors waiting to badge in through security to to get into the building and my phone rings again so i answer it there in the secure area and she's like oh yeah hey this is you know this is lauren again from fox 13 uh just wanted to call and let you know you know we could have a film crew out there you know it's three o'clock good and i look at my watch and it's like you know five to (laughs) five to two and i'm like oh yeah, I could take my break around then, I guess. And then and then she's like, okay, where would you like to meet? And I'm like, Ugh. well, and the whole time I thought, okay, well, I'll contact somebody on the board of Atheists of Utah, see if they're available. Yeah. I didn't even have time. Like, I wasn't doing anything. We played today. phone tag back and forth, yeah. and then, you know, she called me as I was going back into the building, and I'm like, you know, I'll just, I'm, I have some time I can just take off. I'll just head home. I can meet you there, send the phone crew there. Okay, well, could you do that at three? And I'm like, that's oh, like it would take me from now until then to get home. Like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> so I go into work, you know, take my jacket off, go over to my boss's office, and I'm like, hey, uh, you mind if I just cut out for the rest of the day? He's like, oh yeah, sure, that's fine. Uh, everything okay? You doing all right? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's just there's a, the the news wants to interview me about a thing, and he's like, oh. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. You know, take off. I was like, okay, cool, thanks. So, grabbed all my shit, got in the car, boogied home, and right about the time I got off the exit, I get a text message from Tracy. Fox thirteen is sitting out in front of the house, and of course, I had sent her a text message before saying, "Hey, they're just letting her know, yeah. hey, they're going to be coming." And so he sat out there for like five minutes <laughs> as I was still driving to the house, and pulled into the driveway, grabbed my laptop and bag and all my shit and you know they chased you into the house unpacking the yeah unpacking the car he's like hey you dan ellis i'm like yeah go to the front door and i'll walk around and let you in lay all my shit down you know where do you want to do it here would be great great he sets up the camera throw the mic on sit down and yeah i was a little out of breath a little tired but uh so they did the the story uh i'm i'm glad they cut out a bit um, of the interview, and when I said it, I thought, "God damn it, Matt's gonna give me a hard fucking time about that." <laughs> because he, the the cameraman asked me a question. It was, you know, what do you what do you think about this or something? And and I went on this little spiel, and I said, you know, the thing that really sticks in my craw. And as soon as I thought, as soon as I said it, I was like, "God damn it, you <laughs> you gold, you're 
<laughs> you are going to love my opinion piece that I wrote for tonight. Uh, I did it in honor of you. <laughs> so I was like, shit, Matt's going to give me a hard <laughs> fucking time about it. Uh, so anyway, yeah. But it was, yeah, so they, they came and did the story. They aired it at <laughs> 5.30-ish. Yeah. Uh, I'll post well, a link. I'll post a link when they have it available on their website so you can all check it out. I'm glad but, that I'm. Uh, I'm glad that I'm in your mind like that. You're glad he's <laughs> sticking in your craw. Like as soon yeah, as I said it, I was craw. like, "Fuck, God damn it! I do just not said air this." Sticks in my craw. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> That's why they cut it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's way too young to say something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, I was thinking of you when I said it and felt stupid. Thanks, man. I'm glad they didn't include it at least in the five thirty. <laughs> version of what they aired i'm not sure how i feel about being the guy that makes you feel stupid when i'm not well, and I, yeah. you know and, and i was hoping that i'd that i'd get home in time to like change my shirt i think you yeah. did a great job by the way do 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 whatever and it was just like no here you go here's the microphone but i was like ah, okay well i'm a fat guy and i'm a little out of breath I'm just unloading the car <laughs> let me just say first what sticks in my craw is <laughs> people waiting on my porch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is great okay, get off my lawn uh, uh, so what, uh, you said you got a little something prepared over there? Yeah, I have a little, I have a little, uh, little thing that I wrote up this week. What's it is? It's, uh, it's a little, it's a little news article slash opinion piece I wrote, uh, called Helping Jeb Find the Exit Door. Ooh. Hoo-hoo gold edition. <laughs> we should make a segment on the show just called Meow's Corner. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we already had a bit about what matters. What, what, you know, <laughs> um, Craw's Corner. How about that one? Craw's Corner, go. yeah. <laughs> this is a little thing I put together about an article that I found about what's going on in the uh, Jibboosh campaign. Jibboosh. Um, so there's an awful lot of... Uh, Fuckery? My own wording in here, oh, as okay. well as some hoo-hoo gold uh, <laughs> interspersed. Um a year ago, when Jeb began his seemingly hopeless presidential run, he notably declared that he was, quote, his own man, hinting at creating distance from the other bushes. After 12 months of being perpetually disenchanted with his view of the rear ends of nearly every other GOP hopeful, he's gone true Bush by conveniently forgetting his original position. In an attempt to inflate his numbers uh, of his supporters, relatives, and those with deep ties to the Bush to the Bush family are gearing up to flood Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Nevada. The strategy seems unnecessary, remembering the monkey shines orchestrated in Jeb's own state made it clear to at least Al Gore how unimportant the popular vote is for a Bush. This kind of Tommy rot is nothing new to Bush world, as both George H. W. and W. employed the technique in their own campaigns. Did you say Tommy rot? Yeah, this is the hoo-hoo gold edition. What is it? I told you it would be interspersed. Yeah. <laughs> Hussein Cumber, a Bush supporter in Florida, uses inescapable logic to draw support by saying, quote, if you did this for his dad and his brother, you owe it to him, close quote. Of course, that's how it works. <laughs> Despite all the flap doodling from Jeb's yokels. Jesus Christ. Don't drink while he's reading this. <laughs> One can't help but think it's too little too late for this run. As we now know, low poll numbers and lack of voter support hasn't stopped any Bush before, and such regular use of jiggery-pokery in their campaigns suggests <laughs> that they don't understand the pesky, quote, 
building public support part of becoming president. We are talking about C students, after all. (laughs) (laughs) A question looms, however, since the GOP leaders have been Trump, Carson, Cruz, and Rubio, suggesting that even Republicans don't want another Bush. The Jeb's and Jeb's rather pathetic last-ditch effort to now embrace the ever more reviled Bush family would only do more damage to his floundering campaign. Despite the despite the potential for negative effects, Jeb's supporters plan to bushwhack their way from Florida to South (laughs) South Carolina, where they can activate their completely unique plan of getting the word out by knocking on doors, missionary Republicans bothering people at home to ask. If they've heard the good word about Jebus is not just humbuggery, <laughs> it's their master plan for taking over the bid for nominee. They'll be part of Jeb's flannel tank top NRA bandana wearing group of 600 previous campaign alumni Floridians. You may be justifying justified in being skeptical about all of this teradiddle being able to turn around his campaign in under 12 months. But in 1988, friends of the Bushes from Miami swarmed New Hampshire to help George H.W. bounce back from the third-place position in Iowa. The brilliantly nicknamed Orange Army brought crates of citrus fruit with them to bribe, or, I mean, hand out to voters as they went door-to-door, proving once and for all that some Republicans do remember snacks. (laughs) In 2000, similar trips were made by other Floridians, presumably in the currently between jobs segment of the population who had the time to go all the way to New Hampshire and were called freezing for a reason and to South Carolina as door to door to settle the score. (laughs) The Bushes will forever be known for their cleverness. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are wrong in that, sir. Jeb recalls that, quote, it was pretty crazy, referring to the volunteers involved in the aforementioned comedy routine, many of whom had never been in cold weather before. But, of course, Jeb is absolutely correct. That really is a wild memory that we can all appreciate and was clearly the only noteworthy takeaway from the experience. Jeb and his merry band of swamp-dwelling bigots repeated trips to New Hampshire for Daddy Bush in 1992, who lost the primary, and in 2000 to help Brother Bush, who lost in New Hampshire, and to South Carolina for W, where he won. So if you're not doing the math here, the clever and hilarious comedy routine adventures in Yankee Land have netted a total of 33% victory for a combined two people who aren't Jeb. (laughs) In New Hampshire, (laughs) Jeb made an attempt to address voters' concerns about yet another Bush bid by saying he's commonly asked if he's like his father or his brother, and that he's noticed there is a, quote, real fascination about that. The fact that Jeb doesn't recognize which parts of his family's policies to distance him, himself from is exactly the problem. Furthermore, Jeb's plan Where's to run... real fascination <laughs> about that? Yeah. Furthermore, Jeb's plan to run as his own man by begging Daddy and Big Brother for help inflating his position in the race in states he currently doesn't carry demonstrates why his fiddle-faddle campaign is doomed to fail. <laughs> Comedy genius, he'll have to remain because he won't be president in 2016. Yay! Yeah, he's well. Like I said, he he has seemed for weeks now, possibly months, to just he doesn't he doesn't want to run. He doesn't want to yeah. he doesn't want to be running. He doesn't no. want to win. He just he's and he dumb. doesn't want to be within a hundred yards of Donald Trump. Oh no. man, yeah, yeah, he, That's hate, the, he hates that guy. The look, I I mean, politicians, most of them have a pretty good. 
acting face. But yeah, that that man, I've never seen more hatred flow <laughs> from the pores of a human being. Than yeah, when he, he really does not like him. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch them on stage. So next week, or actually this week, so in two days, there's the Republican debate. Yeah, and on Sunday there is the Democratic debate. We'll be getting together on Tuesday. Oh yeah, to talk about shit and stuff. Uh, do we want to cover which debate? Good, good question. Should we leave it up to the view to the listeners? I would. Say, we can I leave would it say up Republican. The, we can leave it up to the listeners, and if they don't vote on a show to do, we'll just wait until we get to the big stage. Any, no. any, <laughs> anybody who's listening to this show already likes Bernie. Or they don't know what they're talking about, and so <laughs> they're gonna, and so they're gonna want to hear us shit all over the Republicans. That's true. I mean, and, I I plan to watch both of them before the show. Yeah. So. I don't know how much brain left I have for a GOP debate. And if the listeners, I don't, hate Ted Cruz so much. <laughs> yeah. If the Ugh. listeners don't choose the Republican debate for next time, then you can go over the discography of uh, Nickelback. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That would be well, amazing. And can we agree that, I mean, if we do the Republican debate, can we agree to not do the undercard? Oh, again? yeah, sure. Oh, definitely, yeah. We, we've cut that up the last two, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just... Well, now now it's going to have uh, Samwise Ranji uh, in it, too, right? Isn't Or is he protesting the uh, the kitty table position? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know if they've announced yet who is going to be in what. I think, I think Rand dropped, though, didn't he? Rand Let's Paul? See. I believe I he did. I thought he was still in. No, I, I think, think he, he dropped. dropped. The polls dropped? Table. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they wanted to drop him, and he was having a fit about it. And if you're having a hard time listening to the whole Republican debate, just listen to the sound clips of the Yalkata. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, that'll just... Yeah, that, well, that'll do it. Well, you know the have, funny have, the funny thing is if if I was running the news organization that was that was scheduled to hold the debate and Rand Paul was freaking out about being moved to the kitty table, it would be one phone call. You say, "Hey, the market will settle yep. it. Yeah, the market will sort it out. Aren't you a libertarian? Shut up." Wait, so I'm looking at this here. Whoa. I really thought that would do better. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Was I was. One. I was looking at the names here for the. Wow. Okay. I so see. I, I'm I'm reading this and I'm like, okay. I just want to make sure I've got this straight. So apparently, I, I, I didn't take the, a double take too for the undercard debate that is supposed to happen at 6 p.m. I'm guessing these are Eastern times. The originally slated was uh, Rand Paul, Carly Fiorina, Carly Fiorina, Mike Huckabee, Rick Santorum. But in looking at this website. Paul's last name is scratched out, and then in parentheses at the end of it, it says Rand Paul has stated he will not attend the undercard debate. Mm-hmm. Was uh, what is he a Utah yeah, was, Republican? Oh. You just don't have to show up to debates. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck you guys. If I can't be on the debate table, I'm not even going to come, Mom. I didn't realize. But it's kind of amazing because Christy Bush and Kasich all made the main the main event. And yeah, I thought so, Carly would be in the main event still. Yeah, so the main event. Will be Trump, Cruz, Rubio, Carson, Christie, Bush, and Kasich. Wow! Hmm. Wasn't uh, wasn't Paul ahead of Bush by a little bit? I mean, Surely he's ahead of Kasich, right? Well, especially I Kasich. Guessed, so yeah, but apparently but not so much. Here's the problem. I thought he was out of all the Republicans know. running. The only one that ever makes sense on stage is Rand Paul. I think. Oh, you or, mean that uh, that makes some some point besides. Being a fucking raving lunatic, he's that you don't uh, that you don't agree, disagree with a hundred percent of the time. Exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he case, makes case good points, and he even attacks the Republicans at at times. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? How are you a Republican? How are you a conservative yeah. when you're espousing this? Yeah, either yeah. either either Kasich or Paul. Those are the only two that every once in a while I'm like, okay, my, I I, I could take that point. It's the only ones that don't make me want to pull my hair out. Yeah, yeah. Huck, and that wasn't a bald joke. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Oh you You just had to make sure we weren't talking about you hey, <laughs> just, If it was a fat joke it would have been me Okay <laughs> It was a bald joke so well, Yeah I, I mean I've just embraced the baldness other... for the past month I'm like well fuck it I'm just going to keep shaving it <laughs> You look distinguished And you're, and yeah. you're happy looks, about it Yeah, I look I think you're I, Futuristic I, you're streamlined you're aerodynamic uh, You remind I could, me I of could die. You could swim Very like modern. nobody's fucking business And I get carded again at the liquor store Really? Yeah. Did you really? Wow. Hmm. I even told the guy last time I was in there, I'm like, you know what? Is that a thing? Like, people think if I shave my head, I'll look older and I won't be carded? Or? No, I look younger because I don't have a just a, a, a receding hairline shooting uh, back. Yeah. So I, I told the guy, I'm like, yeah, whenever I have like my hair out a little bit, I don't get carded. I said, when I had a big bushy mustache, I won't get carded. When I'm clean shaven and have a shaved head, I get carded every time. <laughs> it's to report back to the bishop. That's why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I didn't know. You Nazis. look like you're headed for the temple. Yep. Do mm, I really? Yeah. I should just a look, little bit. I should just look shitty bald then. I hope they call me on a mission. <laughs> you need, well, see, because you don't have any tattoos displayed. Well, yeah, when I roll my sleeves up. Long, yeah, you got the long yeah, sleeves long on. sleeves. When I roll my sleeves up, you know, I got my whole right arm is almost completely covered, you know. Yeah, see, and, and trees. Most tree, and then I got the soldier's boots, cross. And, yeah. uh, oh, wow. So I noticed today. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, today, guess what, guys? <laughs> what happened? When I was out at lunch today, oh, my yeah. gosh, it was amazing. <laughs> you sound like a fucking Nickelodeon cartoon. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Just say, I don't know. I want to see the slime come down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, when I, when I was headed back to work, I noticed that the weird, new-agey... Christian Rock Church. Oh, that Salt Rock? Yeah, it closed. Yeah. It really? closed. It is out of business. No. Oh, did they just move? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I actually have a friend a who knows who goes here? to that church. And Christianity reimagined. And is friends with the owner. Oh, Again. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. He has that lo- He had that location on 12th Street. Uh-huh. He's also got one on 1900, and he's uh-huh. got one in Salt Lake. Oh, jeez. Are they expanding or contracting? It's like a expanding. Starbucks. Ew, gross. That I I can, I kind of imagine that place as being a bit of a springboard though for people to just get out of religion entirely. Like, well, I hey, w- I couldn't drink coffee and listen to rock music at church when I was a Mormon, and now I can. But this is still the, fucking weird and bullshit. So. The guy who runs the church is the, he did my buddy's wedding. Yeah. yeah, he's he's. He, was he the DJ or no? He was the guy that presented. Oh, because with the Rock Church, I just assumed he was like the band that came. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So he's like you know the season of South Park when like the the PC bro dude. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bro, man. I'm so I'm so for God. Are fucking, you down I love with God, Jesus, man. bro? God's That's so amazing. fucking cool, man. <laughs> like, dude, I'm so a bro for God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, watched, I wear uh, Affliction shirts, and I'm such a bro oh for God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Nickelback now, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a God bro. Wow. Yeah, oh, well, that's disappointing. I was <laughs> I was thinking that they had just closed. Yeah. And, nah. like, years ago, it was probably three years ago, 
I took a picture of their sign because it was, you know, Christianity reimagined. And I was yeah. like, how can they not see the problem with this sign? Like, yeah. you're not, it's not Christianity rebooted or Christianity refreshed. It's Christianity reimagined. Imagined, well, yeah. like, it was imagined in the first place. We've reimagined it. Not, not actually talking with the guy who runs the church. I guess the whole idea for the the name for it, that Salt Rock Cafe or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. was because they started- Lot's wife, they're celebrating God turning some <laughs> woman into a pillar of salt? No, there were a bunch of younger guys that used to get together in Salt Lake at a coffee shop uh-huh. to discuss religion. Talk mm-hmm. about Jesus, so man. They would, Rocks! Yeah, so they, they started off, you know- and then they're like, Just, so what do you have? What are your hobbies? Well, I play the drums. No way. I play the guitar. <laughs> oh my gosh, I play the keyboard. Guys, this is awesome. Would Rock you like and to roll, blow Jesus? Re-imagined. I would like to blow Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I would so suck Jesus' cock. Yeah. <laughs> but n- not a. <laughs> like, so hard, bro. <laughs> But now not I'm speaking of salty, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna cut that clip out and fucking share it everywhere. <laughs> not a, not Good only, thing I used a voice that wasn't exactly mine. <laughs> <laughs> not only about reimagined, though. I mean, Ryan's comments aside, uh, comments. Is that what you said? Did you say comments? What did you say? No, but you comments. were thinking yeah. it. Oh, what did yeah. you say? I can't hear you. I have an <laughs> ear infection. His <laughs> <laughs> comments. I don't know uh, who said that. Reimagined, but. It's also it's also sort of a tacit admission that the word is not eternal, that it that it can even oh, yeah, be yeah. Oh, yeah. reimagined. It, yeah, you know that it could change, that it could be different, well, reinterpreted. And, and the the implications of the reimagined word. I mean, if if you're someone that truly believes, you know, Christianity, this that, and you come upon a sign and say reimagined. I mean, are, are you just so shaky that you're like, well, that makes sense. Right, right. <laughs> My convictions aren't solid, but, you know, they've reimagined it, so <laughs> yeah. now I can, I, can, I can put a square peg in a circle hole right. just because it's reimagined. Well, yeah, it's it, kind of it like sort of a Disney feel to it. Th- too, I think I the reason why they do it, though, is because like, if you have a shop and you've been running it for like five generations and you don't change shit, that shop's going to be shut down because, well, you're not adapting to the new way things are done. So these guys are like, well, hey, that old style of running the church isn't working so well. We're not getting new business in. We need to find a way to get new business in that people will like to go to. Yeah, and all those stuffy guys who aren't loud and don't jump around and play the guitar, they're so yesterday, bro. Like, Jesus doesn't want that stuff anymore. We love his cock. (laughs) But, but, I mean, doesn't that also beg the question, though, about why an all-knowing God would send his son with the true word 2,000 fucking years yeah. ago? Why didn't he give him a fucking Les Paul? A guitar. Yeah. A guitar. <laughs> I, I've only heard it as Les Paul, but Les yeah. Paul works too, I guess. Well, if you're, lesbi- if, lesbian if, Paul. Yeah, give him a lesbian. I mean, it is his second coming. It is. <laughs> but I'm bum. <laughs> you know, you guys are terrible. another thing I've noticed about all, all the... And okay, no have, more Jesus jokes. No. Dan's in the room. Dan's going on. on about that. <laughs> how many of these religions, and <laughs> you guys may have talked about this before, how many diametrically opposed religions, my God is better than your God, are oh, yeah. teaming up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just, it, it's insane. I, uh, yeah. It may have been They've the podcast I heard a it on. common enemy in, yeah. in secular yeah. and atheist yeah. groups. I, which I, is no money. Yeah. I, th- the it's no longer like, oh, you're Lutheran. Broke. I'm Catholic. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh no, I know, I know, I know. It's been, I know, it's been brought up on the show 
at least once or twice about the fact that I consider that to be progress in that Catholics and Protestants are teaming yeah. up against atheism because there's a reason there's a common enemy mm-hmm. you know there's a reason and to it's be- the festivus pole right <laughs> that's the yeah there's yeah. there's a reason to be I fighting against- pole right here <laughs> oh. oh I hate his face oh my uh, gosh I hate his face well, I'm so just much. going through our stories here to decide which ones we want to uh, you know I hate to be- no I don't hate to be that person well Ugh. whenever I see him Ted it, Cruz yeah it reminds me of like the stories when I hear kids talk about being molested by old yeah, priests. I know, yeah. right? Like that dude totally did it. I, I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit of a clock runner tonight, trying to keep track of Was time. Was that when we started the show or just That's when down? we started the show. Okay. So, okay. So we, we, have, so we have another two hours is what you're telling me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's not counting down. That's counting up. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> I got you. Uh well we, we can hit a news article here. I mean we've been going a little longer lately, anyways, because I've been a horrible timekeeper. So we, well we've got we've got we got so much shit. Fuck. Ben Carson calling LGBT people and what they do abnormal yeah, and that they shouldn't from, get from extra. From a guy rights. who studies brains. From a, yeah. yeah. Oh wait, have you have you seen? Do you watch the Daily Show with with Trevor Noah? Uh yeah. Uh, it's, have have you seen? His, I don't. I don't watch all of them. Have you but, seen his Ben Carson one? He's done a few Ben Carson. It's pretty amazing. The one where he where he talks about how Ben Carson's a zombie. His gun one was pretty awesome. (laughs) So funny. I didn't see that one. Uh, We've got a dejected Mike Huckabee is now just burning bridges with the religious right. Is he? Mm. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Whoa. Yeah, she looks hot there. Is on the attack as polls show Sanders winning in both Iowa and New Hampshire. On that particular one, I. I, I know the listeners can't see her, but Bill has gotten that look so many times <laughs> yeah. in his life. Oh, like, boy. you told me to cook what? <laughs> what was found on the blue dress? You did what now? <laughs> you smoked that thing What happened after? to the cigar? <laughs> you went through that whole box of cigars? <laughs> <laughs> the humidor broke in your solution was what? <laughs> uh, we have... Uh, Ted Cruz, I like I like this one. the The title for this video is "Ted Cruz owns a reporter in Beaumont, Texas, uh, on question about gay marriage." Flag. I watched the video yep. and I was like, "It's uh, not exactly what happened here." All right, let's do that one then. Yeah, let's play this fucking okay. piece of shit. I hate this guy's face I know. so much. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Everybody <laughs> listen to me. Well, I don't know who I just did. That was more of a Rand Paul, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Ron actually, Paul. Yeah. yeah, Ron Paul. Ron- Ross Perot. Ross, I was going to say, probably even go. further back. Ross, yeah, Perot. Ross Perot. Going with the years. See what Crucifile <laughs> has to say here. Do you have a, a, a personal crucifix. animosity against gay Americans? But let me ask a question. Uh, so did you, did you hear the Did you hear the question there? No, I just hate him so uh, much. Why yeah. don't so, his top teeth ever show? So you have to you have to listen to the question here because the question is key. And, and it's real quick here at the beginning. Do you have a, a, a personal animosity against gay Americans? So do you have a personal animosity against, against. gay Americans? Mm-hmm. And listen to how he answers this. Yeah, it should be no. Americans. But let me ask a question. Is there something about the left, and I'm going to put the media in this category, that's obsessed with sex? Fuck what? you. <laughs> wow. Fuck you, buddy. He asked you about gay Americans, not, not about, not about people sticking parts wherever he yeah. asked you about someone's 
personal sexual orientation, not what they do, not how they have sex. You are the one who's reading fucking sex into this, you stupid dick. Yep. Not only that, but religions are absolutely obsessed with sex. He pisses me off so fucking much in this because it's like, no, that's not what the guy asked. He asked if you have animosity against gay people and you turn it into fucking sex and then say that the other people are the ones who are obsessed about it. That wasn't the fucking question. A a gay person can live a completely uh, celibate life. You you are the yeah absolutely you are the one who brought sex into this, not the guy who asked you the goddamn question. Why is it that the only question you want to ask concerns homosexuals? Okay, you can ask those questions over and over and over again. I recognize that you're reading questions from MSNBC. And I'm still not going to answer it. I'm not going to answer your question. I'm just going to be a fucking dick about it the whole time. No, you're wincing. You don't want to talk about because he doesn't want to say he doesn't want to say what his real answer is because he knows it's going to cost him votes. Yeah, and he's a guy that vilifies a whole section of society. Who treats him as less than? Yeah. yeah. Wincing, you don't want to talk about foreign policy. I, I recognize you want to ask a, another another question policy. about gay rights. Well, you know, ISIS is executing homosexuals. You want to talk about he gay threw, rights? He threw this week was a gay very bad week for gay ISIS. rights. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You think I'm bad? ISIS kills yep. them. Yep. I'm going to bring ISIS here to kill them for you. The expansion of ISIS, the expansion of radical theocratic Islamic. Radical theocratic Islamic. If it were Christian, that'd be a different story. He's a uh, radical Christian theocracy. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cross subjects and tie it back into this really fast. Okay. So when Obama said this whole thing about guns, everybody's like, "Why isn't he going after ISIS?" Every time anybody does anything, like, "Well, why don't we do anything about ISIS? Why don't we do anything about ISIS?" It seems to be their fucking go-to argument of being like this. He's like, "Well, gay marriage. Well, what about ISIS?" It's like that's not our fucking ISIS is over there. This hey, is a Cruz, problem. How do you feel about here homosexuals in our and gay marriage? Country. You know that we have hurricanes. Yeah, we haven't fixed <laughs> like hurricanes. hurricanes. Yeah. yeah. Why should... are you asking me about sex? We have hurricanes. Yeah. His it's... answer to the question uh. should be that that conference they attended with the that crazy guy. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Swanson. Uh, yeah. yeah. Swanson. Yeah. Zealots. That crucify Christians, that behead children, and that murder homosexuals, that ought to be concerning you far more than asking six questions all on the same topic. Do you ever- no. Maybe if you would answer the fucking question. Because this is a topic no, going on no, in a no, fucking no, America. No. I don't give a shit about that anyway, because the fact is, we already know how he feels, and all of that shit, this, this stuff, this question right here, it doesn't matter where he got it, MSNBC... Fox, it doesn't fucking matter. This is stuff happening right here, and if you want to make a bid for the presidency, you better goddamn well answer it, because we want to know what you think, because we happen to like gay people here. <laughs> it's all on the same topic. Do you have a personal animosity against gay Americans? Do you have a personal animosity against Christians, sir? Yes. Yes. He still won't answer the fucking question. Yes, I do. Christians aren't being persecuted against. I don't have an I don't have an animosity against I Christians do. in general. I, I do. have an animosity. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I have an animosity against fucking theocratic yeah. assholes yeah. like yeah. this guy. Yeah. No. I mean that's and that's right. <laughs> Your line of questioning <laughs> is, it, it, is highly curious. You seem fixated on a particular on a particular subject. Look, I'm a Christian. Because Scripture you won't talk us about to love it. everybody. 
and and what I have been talking about. So Jesus taught us to love everybody, and the way I think we ought to do that is to deny, is to deny them some basic human rights. Yeah. yeah, and so and so and so for me, right there, answering a political question with Scripture. Okay, you're disqualified. Yeah, you're done. All right, next, you're done. Yeah. You you put God's law above, and he said as much, you put God's law above the Constitution, you're fucking done. You're disqualified. You don't get to be president until you can figure out your fucking brain. <laughs> to love everybody. And, and what I have been talking about with respect to same-sex marriage is the Constitution, which, which is what we should all be focused what, on. The what does it say? The Constitution gives marriage to elected state legislatures. It no. doesn't give the power of marriage to a president or to an unelected judges to tear or down to God. the decisions enacted by democratically elected state legislatures. Well, I think he means legislators, yeah, yeah. not legislatures, whatever the fuck that word is. I, I actually <laughs> okay. saw someone who eloquently broke the whole thing down about the whole fucking states' right issue thing, being like, well, yeah, states have the right to... to to rule on things that the federal government does not rule on. But according to the 14th Amendment, the federal government says everyone has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and to basically, you can't discriminate against them. Federally, you cannot say one person can have something and another person can't. Unless you're running for president. Yes. Then you can tell them. Yeah. I mean, and and all of of that's that's good, Um, and those arguments are nice to have, but, but ultimately... If you're Ted Cruz or Carson or whoever, why does why does it matter if another citizen gets to do this or doesn't, right? Yeah. It, why it does it matter to you at all? What is the point of fighting against this so hard? The point is that they put scripture above constitution. And so therefore automatically yeah. disqualified until you can until you can graduate elementary school not in texas not in texas <laughs> in any normal modern state okay somewhere up north yeah. then then you can then you can make a bid but i mean until then you obviously are disqualified i mean this is this is insanity you know and and it boils down when i when i ran for uh, uh, when i was doing the caucus discussions mm-hmm. i had someone ask me about nafta Mm. said there is no possible way anything that i could do could affect nafta yeah sure yeah zero but the thing it, it energized everybody in there because the mexicans right. and you know you're south county utah county yeah you bring that up and it's the same exact damn thing with these guys it's not like anything could be done they're not going to repeal uh, a constitutional you know right to get married yeah, no. yeah. but yeah, no. as long as you keep people Fucking insane yeah, about things that fear. don't matter. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're gonna say, now wait a minute. What, what do you mean not the IRS code or yeah. or international uh, um, uh, treaties? And it's it's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's nonsense. So, it's, it's all dog it's whistles and red yeah. meat for it, the it, for the mass. Woo-hoo, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of flap doodles. I was just helping the sheep <laughs> over the fence. <laughs> jiggery pokery. A bunch of jiggery pokery. Yep. One of my favorite comments That's I like seeing people post though, with the whole gay marriage thing though, is when someone's going off on it and someone just posts back like like on KSL comment board. I see it quite. Oh, but I love the comment oh, yeah. when someone else comes yeah. in there and posts. Now explain to me exactly how gay marriage has destroyed your life since it's been legalized. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Or how it has affected you in the slightest. In any way. Right. I mean, because you were claiming it was going to destroy your lifestyle and the world was going to go to hell. 
please tell me how that's happened now. Oh yeah, did you, did your heterosexual marriage end in divorce because of this, or did you were you forced to get married to a same sex individual yeah. because of this? If if both of those answers are no, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it just that that and and lip. everybody has a no answer to both of those. By <laughs> and, the way, and people that like to say live and <laughs> let live matter. Well, well, why don't you practice that now? Well, in that clip from yeah. from live Cruise, and let Jesus is what it yeah. is. Though. It was it was the title of the of the video that I was like, oh, Ted Cruz said something smart. Well, I should investigate. This. <laughs> he, like yeah. he he was able to shut somebody down. Like and and I still don't understand the disconnect. Like how does this person think that Ted Cruz won that conversation at all? I think Ken Ham uh, posted that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It just made absolutely no sense to me at all. Yeah, it's complete dumb fuckery. So is it that time? <sighs> it is. Yeah, we have so much I, news we need to get to, though. Like, next, next week, we really got to hit some news hard. When we're doing the debate? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God damn it! get over with it. Sanders, okay? We're done. It, well, next. <laughs> let's do news. <laughs> here, here, Here's my thought a little bit, and people might not like my thought. I don't know if Moshe Kasher likes Bernie Sanders, but we'll- I do, but, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but hell. For, for people who but, aren't privy to but the- But would pre- it matter? You can still rant and rave, and I, get <laughs> yeah. to, I can do the same. Yeah. But yes, that, that's my intention. But- um, uh, yeah, Jeff reminds me a bit of Moshe Kasher, a better looking Moshe Kasher. I'm, I'm, I'm qualified as you're damn good looking man, Mister Linville. I'll take that as well. <laughs> so I'm qualified as one third producer of the show. So, <laughs> um, well, you're good looking too. I don't. What yeah. was what was the point of that? What were we doing? No, I was saying well, I, I, I we got lost in your eyes. <laughs> I know people like the our our godless interruptions of the debate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we keep hearing the same thing over and over and <laughs> over again from them. Different. Like, there's nothing new coming from them. And I really think the only time where we're going to get something new and get the controversy really going is when it becomes the the debates where we have a Democrat and a they Republican on the stage. Yeah. The yeah. actual debates. The debates that come well, down to matter. I mean, we can see what, we can see what people think. I mean, if they, if they, I mean, because we have a lot of people that won't listen to the debates unless we're talking over it all they got to do like literally all you got to do if, if you if you want to know what happens in this coming debate next week listen to our last interruption show it's going to be the same exact <laughs> yeah. that's what you shit could do. being you could just said replay the other <laughs> one just yeah. record a, a new opening like literally yeah. you won't know the difference all i can say all i can say is that well, every, but we've got Kasich on the main stage this true time. Every, everyone better hope that Bernie wins because our blood pressure is going to require socialist medicine <laughs> socialized medicine yeah. after this just, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that the, the the big debates where it's really going to come down to the actual issues being come out between the two people yeah. is going to be when it comes down to having the actual runners sure. on stage yeah. debating stuff. Well, I, I would like I would I would still like to hear Hillary give an answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the whole thing is like this month. There's what three fucking Republican debates this month? Yeah. Let's see. Yep. We got one on the 14th, one on the 28th, and one on the 6th of February. Now, are these are, are these the is the viewership still up in these? I mean, it's such a repetitious the, mantra. They, they are for the Republican debates, the Democratic debates, because they put them. On the weekend, yeah. Do you think it's because yeah. of During gross curiosity, or, or people are actually there's no I don't content. Know. I don't there's, know. They'll, I know the 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 last time I looked, I think was the day before yesterday. Um, our most popular episodes were Brian Fields, which was mm-hmm. which was not surprising. Um, a GOP debate, 
I don't know which one. Then Doug Mesner, not surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another debate. So, well, the, the, out of the top four, half of them were debates. The I pro- think Jeff was talking about the the, the actual like the popular, the American. Yeah, the actual. Oh, not, for, yeah. not the podcast. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but the, that but the a, thing you keep seeing product is like, placement though. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It's like that. in that last yeah. video with Ted Cruz. You ask any of the Republicans on stage any question. Did you say Republicans? Republicans. <laughs> you ask any of the Republicans on stage any question, they're not going to answer that question. They're going to say what they want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we keep seeing. Well, like, they're not I mean, actually answering the fucking question. To be fair, they kind of all do that. They all do yeah, it. It's, I mean, and you, no matter what you ask Bernie, it's all about the top... One percent of one percent is getting all. You know, I mean, getting all Jewy every time. Yeah, he gets he gets super Jewy. It's true. I just I just I'm I just keep going with my head. I'm like these get are getting so fucking repetitive. Yeah. No. The, only, the the the, yeah. the best the content. Yeah. Yeah. The best content I've seen. There's a, Bernie's had a couple of real good ones on on social media. That, oh yeah. I mean, less than thirty seconds. But yeah. You're, like, yeah. Yeah. you're damn right. That's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, way yeah. to say it and stick to it. I mean, I, I guarantee when it's coming up close to the election, we're really going to be ramping up the stuff on the show, dealing with politics way more. Yeah. And you can play a clip from freaking 1965, and it's the same and damn it's the same thing coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, 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 think, I think the biggest highlight out of all the debates so far that, that you'd have to go back almost that far to find from any politician was when they were pressing Bernie about the... Uh, interesting goings on with Hillary's campaign, oh. and they say, "Do you owe her apology?" Uh, an apology. He said, "Absolutely, I apologize." That was in the very boom. Done. Right away. That was Shut a very that was the very first debate over the yeah. emails. I know. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, you know, you know, like. Well, so I'm so I'm looking at the schedule here. So we have a Republican debate on Thursday, Democratic on Sunday. We will be recording next Tuesday. So after those two debates. Uh, the next week, so so we'll be recording that Tuesday, so we can yeah. decide if we're going to cover the debates, do whatever. Mm-hmm. The following week, uh, we're recording on the 26th, which is a Tuesday, and then there's a Republican debate on the 28th, Yeah, which is after our recording for that show, so, you know, we, we may, I thought, well, maybe we could cover that one. But then I looked at the calendar. We've got Felicia coming on the show. Yeah. With us, and I don't think she's going to want to sit through no. the, 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 the entire debate. We're, no, we're, we got cheese to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so so on, on the first week in February, we'll have Atheist of Utah President Felicia Entwistle again here in the studio with us. I love you, Felicia, by the way. She's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, the week after that, we've got David Silverman with us. Yeah. So both of those I weeks you, we David. won't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward yeah. to that. I, I've been highlighting, making notes. I'll bring brownies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What kind of brownies? I can, I can Are they cook. special? Well, they'll be made with love. Oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to tell my weed story. That's for another time. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking that if we don't do a debate next week, we just won't for quite some time. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think next week we have to do, do a debate. We have to do a debate. We'll mm-hmm. we'll throw All it out there right. for the listeners to decide which one we're which gonna one they're going to do. All right. Well, uh, and I won't be here, but I'd like to participate. So ah, 
<laughs> there you go. You can use that. I as can't a believe they said that. <laughs> Just Not again. Tell me. What? 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 <laughs> Son of a bitch. No. <laughs> it's not how it fucking works. So okay. next week. Perfect. So, next so week, we can do news then, right? Is that what uh-huh. <laughs> We'll just cut all of that. So next week we will, we will be doing a godless interruption episode covering one of the one of the debates. We'll probably, whichever one it's, we don't cover on the show, we'll give a little summary of. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll do the master debate. Yeah. Ooh. I'm I'm guessing we'll end up doing the Republican one. Probably. Yeah, it's more course. exciting. They're funner to yell at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh more beer will be consumed. Oh, it's so they, yeah. so the week after like that five hour shows. Yeah. So next so next next the next show will be a debate. The show after that will be news and catching up on shit. Yeah. And then the following week will be Felicia. The week after that will be David Silver. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. I have secured, with the help of Atheists of Utah and Sarah Kramer helping me, uh, the venue at Salt Lake City Public Library on the 10th. Uh, I found out yesterday, yesterday, I received confirmation from X96 that David will be appearing on Radio from Hell on Wednesday prior to his appearance at the library for his book signing and speaking engagement. The day before that, he'll be here in the studio with us, uh, recording an episode of the show. So it'll be some exciting times. Yeah, really looking forward to it. You just can't get hurt skiing. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, really apparently. affects the golf game. Well, mm. well, apparently, well, David, Dave's going to be here in town uh, for a while when he comes in. Apparently, he wanted to do some skiing. When you're coming through Utah, why not? Anyway. Yeah, coming through Utah in the winter, and you like to ski, fuck. Take advantage Spend of it. Spend some time here while you're here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you all very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, yeah. Jeff. It was it, a pleasure. Indeed. It's been awesome. And then just a little shout out to my wife. I love you mm-hmm. very much. For, almost five years ago, we were married at the Make-A-Wish building. Oh, uh-huh. cool. That's where we were married. And I love you more every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting us have him, Jessica and, and Topher. And Matt. And Matthew. And Zach. And Zach. And then... uh was adorable. Just, yeah. They're awesome. <laughs> and then uh, if anybody wants to follow me, it's K-A-L-8-E-L on Twitter. Kel-8-L. Kaladel. Awesome. As in, in Kal-El. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not a Superman fan. That's uh, we're gonna Matt doesn't like comic books. Well... Because he's not 12... And I mean, not everyone's perfect. True. <laughs> yeah, people will grow out of it eventually. I understand. Never. <laughs> uh, as always, actually, that's not totally fair of me to say. What? That because I do love me some Bethesda games. Yeah, and that's that's sort of equivalent. It is. It's pretty close. Yeah. There's more showering with comic books, though. Tabletop games. Is that a tabletop game? Did you say more showering? Yeah. Not like group showers. Uh, I mean, well, I'm reading a comic book in the shower. Like, no, what? like people who read comic books tend to now? have better hygiene than gamers. Oh, oh. Uh, there, okay, there, there we go. <laughs> I was like, you're talking to basically I, a I non-sexual, was, so I don't care so lost what they draw. I I can draw. I don't, I could do that <laughs> if I wanted to. Had many requests. I don't care about that. Um, no, uh, Fallout, Bethesda, oh, Fallout, oh, Dishonor, not what I thought it was. Rage, yep. yeah, all the Bethesda games, love them. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, 
As always, you can reach us on Facebook at Godless Revolution. Facebook.com. <laughs> Facebook.com. It's been a long goddamn day, Facebook.com. I was up at five and drove to Ogden and then back. And did <laughs> oh, he had to work today. I forgot. Yeah, Dan had to work. He's so tired. I he had, had to, to work today. I had to I had to actually get up and shower and get dressed and oh, drive man. somewhere versus rolling out of bed, throwing on my pajama pants and walking down the hallway. <laughs> I've, I've literally worked the last six days straight. Yeah, but you <laughs> sleep and nap and well, that's at, watch that's at real work, yeah. at unpaid work. I've been we're actually working wow. today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that has to. Oh fuck! I should have brought the. Never mind. Never mind. I'd have to queue it up. It's a whole anyway, thing. you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Godless Revolution. You can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail You can Twitter our twatter at tgr podcast. Call or text us at 33081-REBEL. That's 33087-3235. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and anywhere else where you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate the show. Uh, five stars would be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, let your friends know about the show. And send us any show ideas, questions, comments. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah. And we may just play your messages or whatever, yeah. or read them on, on the show. We'll so be sure to berate you on Keep on that in mind. But if we got something wrong, as you heard earlier in the show, I am happy to admit when I'm yeah. wrong because it means I've learned something. I'm so. not, but I will do it. And once again, we're steadily <laughs> approaching episode number 100, so let us know what you might want us to do for it. That's right. This was 88. We've got yeah. 12 more. They go by quick. And do I get to pick the extra music? Sure. Oh, you know, I forgot to. I, I, so it has to fit. It has to fit within something. Well, maybe I could. Do okay, something. I got. How about Joe Walsh, Life and Illusion? Joe Walsh, Life and Illusion. Okay, sounds good to me. I could do that. Uh, I was or gonna su- do I was or gonna Supersonic do, Rocket Ship by the Kinks. I was gonna do something mm. Bowie related since. Yeah. Oh, or we, we lost Mister Bowie can't say this no week. To that. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of fucked. I am. Yeah. I like the Kinks. But... Yeah. David Bowie did just die. Be sure to send me that. <laughs> we will do it for next week. But we should do dance magic dance. <laughs> did you guys ever watch the I Labyrinth? Know, or Labyrinth? Am I alone here. Yeah. Did yeah, you? Okay. Did you see his last Rrr, music video released? <laughs> what? Did you see David Bowie's last music video ever released? Lazarus. Yeah. Lazarus. Yeah. yeah. That's eerie as hell. It, it is, but I liked it. I watched yeah. it like five times in a row yet last night. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Watch it with my son waiting in the car at school today. It's pretty good. He's like, Dad, uh, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Da- David Bowie was a huge part of my life. My daughter loved David Bowie. Loved, I guess. Uh, grew up watching him in Labyrinth. You and, can still love him. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But she was crushed. So many people. I mean, he, he, was, he wasn't just a rock star. He was an entertainment icon. I mean... He was he, also he a did pop music. Star. He did, yeah. I mean, he did he did all kinds of musical genres. Worked worked with well, a ton of my favorites. I mean, he's worked with mm, you know Nine yeah. Inch Nails and Trent Reznor and and Maynard James Keenan, Queen, Queen, Queen. Uh, Mick Jagger and the Stones, and and lastly Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia mm. Keys, who's also very very awesome. And he was also a little bit of a social justice warrior he, within the music industry. Yeah, he w- he was an actor. He was well ahead of his time and mm-hmm. and outspoken on so many different social issues. He was almost uh, from another planet. Yeah, in other words, a life on Mars. 
<laughs> Very well done. I try. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk at you next week. Right, till next time. But her mommy is yelling no, and her daddy has told her to go. But her friend is nowhere to be seen. Now she walks through her sunken dream to the seat with the clearest view. And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for But she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools And say ask her to focus on Yeah.